Hey there, listeners. This is just Kevin stopping at the beginning of this uh, recording to let you know that this week, because everyone is on lockdown, we are all quarantined and we are all going crazy with this virus and, and what we're having to, to do to get through all of this, we have decided to reissue an episode from the old podcast. This is the Death of a Nation movie review that we did with Thomas Smith and Aaron Rabbi of several podcasts you may be familiar with. Uh, we had a lot of fun with this one. Uh, it wasn't available to the public because all those old episodes are not available anymore. So I went through, I found it, uh, I did a little editing, uh, and I am reissuing it now here for all of you because we're going to try and help get each other through these tough times with more entertainment and more content. So here it is. I hope you enjoy, and we will see you again on our next episode, which will be coming soon. We're going to try and do more uh, bonus stuff for everybody to help get you through this time. So here it is. Enjoy and uh, stay safe and wash your hands. You should write a book, Fry. People need to know about the can eat more. I'm getting this book on UFOs. Did you know they're real? But there's a huge comic conspiracy to cover it up. Oh, that's just a paranoid fantasy. A book. She can pick me up, flip through my pages, make sure nobody drew wieners in me. My name is Kevin. And my name is Benedict. And how are you today? I'm very well, but we have guests. Introduce our guests, Kevin. Yes, we do. Uh, we have two of the finest guests we've ever had on this show, even if they don't remember being here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joining us today... Uh, for our very special episode, our what you've all been waiting for for so long, our movie review of Dinesh D'Souza's documentary, we have the amazing Aaron Rabbi and Thomas Smith. Say hi to everybody, guys. Hi, uh, that is our magician duo uh, <laughs> name that we go by. Watch now as we do the cups and balls trick. <laughs> now, I don't want to take credit for, for putting you two together for Philosophers in Space, but I will mention... Uh, that you were on our show a few months before Philosophers in Space started together. That's true. Uh, and so I, yeah, I'm going to take credit for it. I'm going to take credit Ooh. for it. That's fine. Correlation, causation, fallacy. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. We learned no, a lot about that fallacy, today. Not a fallacy, Aaron. Not a fallacy. The <laughs> truth is what you mean. You should see, I'm going to show you the hate comment we just got this very day, oh. and, uh, and you'll question how much you want credit. For it, yeah, that's okay. Oh, uh, well, anyways, guys, you came on with us, of course, to watch this terrible, terrible, terrible movie, Death of a Nation. Uh, can we save America a second time by Dinesh D'Souza? <laughs> I, can, I Which, love that. that hold movie. on, just before we start, that is a bad start for a title for a movie. Like, I am going to pay homage to Birth of a Nation, the famously racist yeah. movie. Yeah, no, the whole point of the movie is. I'm not the real racist. You guys are the real racist. Now, here's my movie named after a super racist movie. Yeah. It's I know you are, but what am I, the movie? Yeah. That's exactly wait, wait, what it is. Wait, hold on. Guys, 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 guys. We're way ahead of ourselves because it's not going to make any sense to anybody unless we film a reenactment of us deciding to do this podcast. How are people... We can't just be like, oh, we're doing a podcast. We got to find mm -hmm. some actors to play us. Preferably and then in do German, like a too. A 10 just minute reenactment. No real reason. The reenactment's going to involve stuff that has nothing to fucking do with anything we're talking about. Like, it'll be 
first we'll talk about the what groceries we need to buy for a minute and then oh. like it's just this film is the award for most useless reenactments i can't even imagine it's so funny my, my favorite is part. the mussolini one where he just like yeah. slaps dust capital for no reason <laughs> <laughs> Can so a good. film be 100% B-roll? Doesn't B-roll imply <laughs> that there's an A-roll somewhere? Look, they paid for that Shutterstock account, and they were going to fucking use it. But the the amazing thing is, and I, I can't wait for you guys to give me shit about this, probably, but the amazing thing is, they're, they're not that bad of reenactments all told. Like, no. in the grand scheme of reenactments, yeah, I've seen some really <laughs> shitty reenactments. Like, He's got some weird no. high budget, like, mm -hmm. I wonder if Dinesh wanted to be a real filmmaker at some Maybe. point and then was like, here, <laughs> then I, I suck and nobody will like it. But here's how I can sneak in my like, you know, costume drama, uh, like yeah. <laughs> desires. It's so, and they're not like the actors in it are committed. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're really they're doing serious. the, the, the reenactments are far better than the rest of the movie. Like, they are by yeah. far the best <laughs> bit of the movie. Well, for background, see, this movie made almost $6 million at the box office. Which and is, wow. Donald just Trump ridiculous. Jr. was invited to the premiere yes. and tweeted about Ugh. it in New York City and was like, this is amazing. This is the history that's not being taught. Maybe you just weren't paying attention, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Maybe that says more about your schooling than than. Yes. than I would love to talk else. about the uh, rating of this movie <laughs> on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Is it 0%? 0% fresh. Is it? Okay, 0%. Cool. How, now, how is that I sometimes... I like to compare Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, you know, mm -hmm. when I'm looking at yeah. reviews, yeah, I want to just check yeah. cross reference, you know, because they, they have different methodology. Metacritic uh, one <laughs> <laughs> literally is a Having one. Having said like, that, Thomas, I'm pretty sure it has a 4.4 stars from people yeah. that have watched it on Amazon. So let's not get oh, too yeah. ahead of ourselves. Well, if you look at the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes audience scores, 89%. Yeah, yeah that, you know, well, self-selecting group, self-selecting group. <laughs> Well, on Metacritic here, I have, I've just, well, there's one review that I wanted, I loved so much from Arizona Republic, Bill Goody Kuntz, uh, which I just <laughs> love the name. He wrote, D'Souza fans and Trump apologists will flock to this, misguided moths to a myth misleading flame. In that way, it's a perfect representation of the current climate. In every other way, it's a mess. I just thought that perfectly we can do better than that. this Come movie. On. We can do a whole podcast that does better than that. Let's do it. <laughs> I kind of bet that like, if you took the, the group of people who rated this movie five and the group of people who downvoted um, the reboot of Ghostbusters, it would be a near perfect circle. <laughs> Before having even seen it. Yeah, yeah it's got to be the Venn diagrams same. have a lot yeah. of overlap there. Yeah. It's a big it's zero. Right, like the rating. That, there's this cultural battlefield of like reviewing other people's shit badly or well. It's kind of yeah. weird. It's like the new, the yeah. <laughs> it's the new battlefield. Uh. And like, I am glad I'm on the side of, you know, people who know shit about anything are like, <laughs> this is a dog shit piece of shit movie. And then the audience scores like, no, no, it's great. I'm glad I'm on the side of the people who know anything about anything. Yeah, absolutely. So, anything about culture with. or history or news or politics <laughs> yeah. or literally, literally anything in the world. Uh, just a few uh. more things about the movie that I wanted to point out. First off, this movie is produced by Gerard Mullen, who, if you don't know, he was the producer for uh, Steven Spielberg's famous hit, uh, that I'm blanking on the name of because I didn't put it Schindler's in list. my notes. Schindler's, Schindler's List. Schindler's List. Yep. Uh, Gerard having said that, having said that, list. Harvey Weinstein was the producer of a lot of great movies. So let's not. <laughs> yeah, true. Let's. Not, 
This is also true. But I also wanted to point out on Amazon.com, the list of customers who bought this also bought. I found I found some great <laughs> little hits there. So first off, uh, customers who bought this also bought The Meg. Uh, apparently, sure. that's a thing Aaron's right now. Aaron's favorite movie, yeah. We're going we're gonna to get to that on Flossers in Space soon, that I imagine. That looks like a great oh movie. God. I'm not judging. Not I, loved, oh, I loved Rampage, and that looked like a similar vibe. So. No, you can't. You can't say that. Rampage was based on a fucking video game Rampage I played as a amazing. child. Rampage was oh, an incredible, God. incredible cinematic. I don't even know what that is. It was oh. it was Dwayne the Rock Johnson fighting a giant crocodile. We're so far off <laughs> the reservation already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no, come on, let's, let's bring it. Secondly, back. another another uh, customer who bought this also bought "In God We Trump," uh, which is described as an in-depth documentary on the relationship between Donald Trump and evangelical Christians. All right. And the, the last one on the list that I particularly well, that might loved. be a real, that sounds like an actual thing. I think well, Gam, actually, what, Gam actually did that one, didn't they? Oh, so it is did a bullshit they? thing. I was thinking, like, is it an actual, know. you know, like a look <laughs> at the weird relationship? You know, I could see that being a serious thing uh, or just a total bullshit thing. Yeah, well, the other one, the other one that stuck out to me on this list was Agenda 2, Masters of Deceit. Which is described by Amazon <laughs> as the sequel to the blockbuster film Agenda Grinding America Down, a powerful yeah. film that exposes how the left is exploiting the issues of our time and using them as weapons to destroy what's left the left of our is collapsing exploiting country. Exploiting the issues of our time. They, they yeah, nailed that's it. A great, I love that. I love that unintentional, like <laughs> accidentally said. Dinesh does this quite a bit too. We're like, oh, you guys are just using what people care about and trying to make solutions that voters will vote for, assholes. I was certain what? you were going to say uh, that was a, this is a sequel to the uh, Protocols of Zion. <laughs> yeah. You know, this mo the the movie Zion, almost geez. is. Elders of Zion. Almost is. No, the Protocols of the Elders of Zion. Yeah, correct. Sorry, correct. I got to get the full band yeah. name in. The full Russian yeah. propaganda <laughs> name. So, why don't we get into this piece of crap? We've delayed long enough. So, starting off... Hitler. Uh, I don't know if any of you noticed this in the title cards, but I took the time to look this up. It is... Uh, the distribution company is called Quality Flicks, <laughs> uh, which we know is yeah. what you name your company to assure everyone you only produce total garbage. But that is actually owned by Pure Flix, oh, cool. the Christian entertainment company really? that our friends yeah. over at GAM are very familiar with. Mm. Yeah. All I could think was intro credits or hell. Intro credits never change. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my my, fa my favorite thing about this is we seem to be opening with dropping like metaphorical truth bombs. Did we you guys glorifying carpet bombing Just, as far I mean, as like, I can tell. But but literally, like we didn't drop them directly on Hillary's face, which is what I wanted to happen. That was all I wanted from the this opening credit scene of like World War Two carpet bombing. Like I, I just I didn't get it. It was yeah, a little little fact. Hillary Dinesh. was in the bunker at the time. Yeah, I want to see Dinesh behind the scenes being like, "Shouldn't we drop him on Hillary's face?" And somebody's just like, "No, nah, it's too on the nose. It's too on the nose." Mm. Well, it begins. It dry. So this is the 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 start of an hour forty eight long project <laughs> full of all kinds of cinematography and reenactments in order to drive home the point that Nazis were bad and the mm -hmm. Democrats were the, the Nazis. Nazis yes. were bad, yeah, and yeah. Lincoln was a Republican. That's right. that, that like, is the point. If of you're film. going to make that's the thing. If you're going to make the claim that you know Nazis were Democrats, that's where you need to focus. Like we already know nope. the Nazis were bad. Like we got that part. I mean, maybe not though. Maybe some of his viewers are like, wait a minute, hold on. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of confusion about that. <laughs> going a little fast there, Dinesh. Going a little fast. Yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> let's rein it back in. 
But uh, I love it because we start. Because oh, oh, yeah. we, <laughs> we're we all feeling the same way. Yeah, the B-roll from downfall reenactment from, of Hitler. By the way, <laughs> I, I don't know if this is cool to say. Aaron, let me know if you know if I'm if I'm saying anything that that's inappropriate. Could they have found a more Jewish looking Hitler? <laughs> There are some theories that he had some Jewish heritage, so I think they were maybe trying to play that up a little bit, right? That is a, no, yeah, I think you can totally like ask that. One step away from Mel Brooks playing Hitler, like it's pretty much. Oh, and I thought like, is he trying to do like make a statement? No, 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 no just, just that's the guy who they could find. I, I liked this I Hitler. The only part was I felt like it went a little too far at some points. Like Hitler doesn't give. His wife water to drink her death pill. No, like, just dry swallow. I know the that a dick, but is he really that much of a dick? Why are we watching a reenactment of Hitler and Ava Braun killing themselves? Dry yeah, swallow the arsenic, is... Ava. So I've to open this movie. Point. <laughs> so, so to open this movie, we get a scene of Hitler's bunker and he and Ava Braun committing suicide for apparently no reason. I have there was no, it did not tie in with anything other than like we've already said Nazis are bad right so we get uh, sweaty Hitler that but was like, my favorite part that of it. doesn't even I I mean it's, yes but like that doesn't even drive home the point that Nazis are bad you <laughs> right. like no it's just Hitler killing himself it's just like, it Hit, Hitler like, lost that's the point well, well not giving yeah, her like, the glass get, of water I think really does prove that the Nazis were kind of dicks <laughs> I, I mean that was the metaphor I took away from that I just I, I just this I just marvel at this stuff you know because like mm-hmm. so much acting and direction and and the, oh. the cost like the period costumes are all really yeah this, good. this was more it. than one it's take. all put into like this was the more drama than one take. of him committing suicide with Ava Braun for fucking no reason. But but somehow, be, like, even with all the money they spent on this, their Eva Braun actress, her death scene looks like she is choking on schnitzel. <laughs> it is so bad. She is just coughing and wheezing and falling back on the couch. But and also, we don't like, even immediately get to after swallowing himself. the pill. Like Why I, I'm pretty are sure watching doesn't work that fast. <laughs> Why are we watching in a long... It's like the scene from Breaking Bad. Well, I know there's no spoilers, but we're watching essentially, a, yeah, like five minutes of someone dying that has nothing to... Yeah, we haven't... The movie hasn't begun. Like, this yeah. is just... I love just the... starting off... The somber moment where the Nazi soldier looks down at his uh, lighter <laughs> with the Nazi symbol on it before throwing it onto their bodies. Like... Did someone coach him to be a little more emotive as a Nazi? Like, how much time <laughs> yeah, there was did you guys definitely, put into definitely this? a directive note there. Definitely. <laughs> no, also, no, you I know what it was. They, they only did that to be like, "Ooh, did Hitler really survive the whole?" You know, like I don't know why uh, they no. show them burning the bodies. It's completely <laughs> mm. unnecessary. No, I just imagine that guy when they started the scene. He's thinking in his mind, "You know what? I'm gonna fucking nail this, and I'm gonna put it on my reel. This is gonna get me." That next job. That this was one's every on actor. I'm telling you, like these actors are not that bad. Like the the guy who played Abraham Lincoln is the only one. Who's oh terrible. yeah, like really. Everybody terrible. else he is, is so like bad. actually, honestly, not that bad. They're and they're committed to the to every scene. I where does he find these people? My theory is that he puts up an ad and doesn't tell anybody what it's. Yeah, for. historical mm-hmm. fiction, Nazi. Like, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, like definitely. oh, we're this is going to be in the next uh spielberg lincoln type movie <laughs> like we're just or whatever it is you know or it's, this is the next uh imagine you know, if they've got daniel day lewis to play movie. lincoln <laughs> yeah yeah These people no you do paid, not though. you do not want daniel day lewis going method on hitler bad <laughs> things will happen mm, mm. 
<laughs> he will start a holocaust to stay in character. <laughs> That's what he would fucking do. All right, we're on scene one. Let's, so, let's... so we cut from Hitler's body burning in a ditch after the suicide to toddler Dinesh running into a library to, to grab a book. Yeah, because you can't just say, oh, this is what I used to think. We, we won't understand it, see? We need a reenactment mm-hmm. with a child actor running, pulling out a book of what he was interested in. Of, That's like, it's America we'll and countries that yeah. have fallen through history. <laughs> Did anybody get a major sociopath vibe during this scene? Oh, yeah. Okay, because oh, yeah. he's like, I wondered about the destruction of civilizations, and then I grew yeah. up to help do exactly that. Like, he's like, why do nations well, live actual, and die? I have an actual quote. I have several actual quotes from this, because it's, it's so fucking stupid. Like, it's like... <laughs> It's like a half-jotted-down thought that wasn't even finished, and that's his script. He says, when I was a boy, I was fascinated with the world. <laughs> like, mm. okay. Let me tell you, as it's someone like, who has read like, an entire Dinesh D'Souza so, book, uh, this is his writing style. That's about this is absolutely As somebody who just graded 100 intro to philosophy <laughs> papers, I have read a lot it's, of things it's literally like that. how do nations live and die and then he's like germany died after world war ii and you know he's right because there's no nation called germany now <laughs> yeah <laughs> his writing is like ralph talking to lisa and being like so you like stuff like that's the writing style i was fascinated with the world and then he said i got another quote here did you guys know that what the the reason nations end is because they lose what makes them distinctive. <laughs> oh, God, I love Only that one. distinctive <laughs> nations survive. The other ones, like if you try to copy another nation, you're, you're done. And like, wait yeah. a minute. What is this dirty hippie liberal shit that Dinesh is pulling? Like, be a capitalist, yeah, man. True. Food and commerce keep yeah, a society going. Right. Distinctiveness is for, for social justice. Guns, germs, and steel, <laughs> motherfucker. That's right. <laughs> distinctiveness. Yeah, it's like you have to have the Dothraki country and then the, like the different. Or it's like Dune. You got to have the sand people. I don't know. You do oh, have I get to it. Have Dinesh is the Quisatch Hatterack. I get it. I finally I fucking get hate it. you now. We're done now. <laughs> yeah, this idea that that. Like, again, it's it's like you can't think of actual writing to do. You're just brainstorming like, eh, here's kind of what I'll say. That's this movie. The entire thing. Yeah, this whole this whole movie is an outline. It's 40-year-old yeah. exactly virgin. It is 40-year-old virgin. Don't even need to change it. <laughs> in the in the in the script was the note Google why any nation ends and then he just never did. Like he just ah, what well, they lose what makes them distinctive. Also, and, he yeah, was so- like, you know, Nazi Germany ended, so did the Roman Empire. So that's where we are in this movie. Yeah, And so the whole setup of this, by the way, is so that it's like the only way we can save. <laughs> stop. We need to stop these America killers like everybody's going to kill America. And the only way we could do that is by electing the guy who did nothing but talk about how America sucks. Like <laughs> it's the worst and it doesn't win anymore. And China's way better. Like that's the way we see. And, and we we're, we're going to get to this later in the film. But there's me and Benedict. Obviously, we read this book and uh, Aaron oh, did we a read the whole us. book. We read the whole book that this is based on, and I can only assume the only new thing in the second book is the Sophie Scholl bit, because everything else that was in this movie was covered in the book that we read. Mm, um, it was but so he covered. doesn't, in this film, lay out what he, the last chapter of his book uh, that we read, The Big Lie, you was his people. solution for fixing America. And he, I'll talk, we'll talk about it later in the film, but he explicitly does not touch on those points that he laid out in the book. I think for a very good oh, reason. no, yeah. Because he, he knew he'd it, have in a the much book, larger he's like, we should here. persecute everyone that doesn't agree with me. That's literally his, his <laughs> conclusion. For his distinctiveness sake. Yeah. 
So the, the, we move on a little bit, and we get we get basically this this America bit where Dinesh is walking around Times Square, oh. and he's taking a good look around. We get shots of we get a shot of a guy in an elf costume who I'm sure is I making a buck feelings. fifty an hour. Uh, plus all the embarrassment he can take. I and mean, then we cut from that. The, the one thing he's right about is that Times Square is terrible and no one should ever <laughs> See, go there. And, 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 and Benedict, I wrote in the notes, <laughs> Dinesh got to go to Times Square. Why didn't I get to go to Times Square? Because, because I, I care about you, you oh. as a person. <laughs> I want to I also throw in here as someone who lives and works near Times Square um, that, like, you don't, as a conservative, get to say, here's what makes America unique, yes. and then smash cut to Times Square like you own the place. <laughs> like, those are all liberals in that picture. All the people in the protest one shot later are also the same people in Times Square. We call them liberals, and get mm-hmm. the fuck out, Dinesh. Every song you play in the background <laughs> is fucking liberal. Every <laughs> Any good art ever, it's all liberals. Apart like, from I, that I one song so- that's pro-Nixon. That is just like a weird thirty seconds <laughs> that no one's. The, yeah. <laughs> Oki from Muskoki. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh god, yeah. Merle Haggard. I've seen him in concert. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm very ashamed to say. I totally that. believe that guy be. never got high though. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I yeah. definitely believe that. I'm pretty sure no one oh. would offer him a J ever. No, absolutely not. No, that so, guy's yeah, yeah. a fucking cop. You know. Who <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know the cop. good thing though is as long as this is taking us to get through, we get to skip fifteen minutes of. <laughs> Uh, like worship uh, <laughs> a montage like yeah. of how uh, no liberal thought Trump was going to win and then he won. That's like, literally that's literally 15 minutes of it. You're <laughs> it is. It's that long. Like it's just it's lo- longer than the election. Actually. I mean, as, just, oh, yeah. As long as we spend two minutes on the actual argument of this movie, we will have spent as much time on it as the movie does. <laughs> yeah. So like just yeah. save two minutes at the end. We'll bang out the actual rhetoric part. Well, but... I mean, to be fair, the the entirety of the argument of this movie is like. A bruh, Ham Lincoln, Trump, <laughs> they sound the same. Obama sounds different than that. Obama, and so Satan, like, what about Barack? Like, no, doesn't know. count. Doesn't count. Only Trump, only Obama, the last name. That's like as good as the argument of this that's movie. That's basically yeah, yeah. it. So, so what they're referring to and what we will gloss over is this probably, at, at what, five, almost eight minute long maybe uh, montage yeah. of Liberal TV personalities joking about Donald Trump's chances uh, of winning in the election. Mainly featuring the Young Turks, who are not a mainstream yeah. publication in any way. Like, But we know Dinesh does not like the Young Turks. Well, I'm sure they're, like they're extremely left-wing, and Dinesh does not like anything right of Mussolini, or left of Mussolini, rather. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you mean that progressive lefty Mussolini? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. This movie exactly. that I, I learned was actually uh, yeah. By, by the way, I had I had a music note uh, for this montage, which is uh, this, when we get to uh, the Trump rallies, and the the music note is Trump had the power to bring '90s alt rock back from the grave for Bad one it. more song. <laughs> <laughs> they did Three Doors Down did play at his inauguration, right? I think that's I think that's. The oh, thing. I think oh. they did. I think that, and I have another Three Doors Down music note later in this movie. <laughs> I want to note here, it seems the entire reason for this whole montage is for him to make fun of liberals who didn't see it coming. Yeah, who thought America was better than it was. At the end of the montage, he says he didn't think Trump was going to win. He admits that he also didn't think this was coming. But look at all these dumb libtards. I also agree with them. I didn't think, yeah. (laughs) But he blames it on the media. He's like, oh, I thought the news would give it to Hillary. Like, the news was going to just hand her the election but it really like this was five minutes of horror 
like to realize like that what they take away from the also, election. Also, I mean, this is this is literally like they keep cutting away. It, it seems like they they show the bit where people are quoting people like, "Oh, people hate Donald Trump." When the people are speaking in quotes and then they cut away before they can like give the context around that. Yeah. Yeah. And and right after uh the Donald Trump um uh, a rally montage. I had another music note. This is what I was talking about. I couldn't tell if it was a new song, but I put in my music note anyway, which was Three Doors Down is doing the long intro to Kryptonite at this concert. Oh, God. <laughs> he, he also points out and he makes a comment in there that his movie played a role in Hillary losing, yes! which I thought yeah. was I hilarious. He was I like, really I didn't think this was going to happen, yeah. but because it did, my movie was the cause of it. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's why this happened. Guys. He also and puts love, Jill so Stein on Team Liberal, which I think the, was the whole. <laughs> The whole point of this is every I love when you show every liberal being like, well, this guy fucking sucks. Trump is horrible. We we better not elect him. He's shouldn't win because we all think the country is slightly too good to be able to be this bad. And then he's like, ah, we proved you wrong. We're actually awful. And then and what I love about it, though, is that um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, we just won the house back with by the highest margin in the history well, Thomas, come on. of elections that's before, in this fucking that's country. That's after this movie was made, so that's not I fair. I know, I know. That's so, not so fair. So by his own logic, he has to go back and make a new movie of like, <laughs> well, because the Democrats just won by more than any other margin ever, that means all my ideas are wrong, <laughs> and actually they're right. Like he just Yeah, I'm going right? to wait I mean, for that's that That's his logic. So we, yeah. we move from montage to montage. This is basically like, what, three or four montages in a row here? So We're we move like from... like roll at this point. Yeah, we move but, from but hold the making on, fun Kevin. It, it's like mm-hmm. literally the liberals being sad that he won. And he's like, this has never happened before. Like, let's show the Tea Party <laughs> reaction to Obama winning. Yeah. That's, no you know, let's... Come kidding. on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we, so we get to this, what I call the uh, liberal tears montage, which I think is what it was. Yeah. It was intended to be a comedy beat. For Let's for get Glenn here. Beck in there. Let's get Glenn Beck and Rush Limbaugh in there. Let's come on. Let's let's show both sides. Exactly. And no, and, no, let's show the. Oh, my God. We should uh, play the Glenn Beck audio, uh, audio <laughs> from when. Um, what was it from when Ted Cruz pulled out of the race? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the best. Talk about right wing meltdowns. Yeah, oh, oh it's so good. He's like crying. He's like, this country is my Ted Cruz. I love him so much. <laughs> but yeah, so this is the like he says, and so the left couldn't handle it, and so the left turned to violence. Oh, and I was saying, yeah, the left turned to violence, and it's like, okay, yeah, but remember how the right has constantly been the largest source of domestic terrorism, except for the one event in two thousand one. Mm-hmm. If you take that away, it's all right wing terrorism from the from the from the right, from racists who support Republicans. So, like, forget all that. The left has turned to violence. <laughs> yeah, and Thomas, then, Thomas, and then his her... next documentary is going to be about how Timothy McVeigh was really a leftist. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. not untrue. But we also cut to Lauren Southern. <laughs> To give us an explanation of what Antifa is. You guys know Lauren Southern, right? The actual fascist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Wait, she was in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, she... there's a quick cut. There's a quick cut of her at an Antifa protest. When Antifa are, are demonstrating around Trump's inauguration, Lauren Southern is the one describing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Smashing them windows, you know. Yeah. Ruining uh, all of you, America. Did you catch... Did you catch where among the things the left had to do, the desperate left had to do to like, you know, because they couldn't handle this was Jill Stein's yes! account? Oh, yeah. I knew you what? would bring that up, uh, Thomas. I knew so you would Jill bring Stein's that up. the left now, huh? All right, cool. <laughs> Listen, we all love Jill Stein. 
Uh, Jill Stein is our 2020 <laughs> no, candidate unanimously. None of us love Jill Stein. <laughs> No, zero of the left loves Jill Stein. Yeah. But, not well, also real. Antifa. Like everyone's like, oh, Antifa, the leftist Antifa. Yeah. Antifa fucking hates the Democratic Party. Like mm-hmm. just general as a blanket statement, Antifa is not a friend of the Democratic Party. So to be like, we need a good. Sorry, Karen. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. And and we need a good, uh, like an actual documentary of how the right has made this huge thing out of Antifa, like mm-hmm. when it's really almost nothing. Yeah. Like it's just a couple, couple of dudes. I agree. I think there's, oh, there's my, there's my pipe demons. Um, <laughs> the, the scary real part of this uh, montage is that they believe all of this in a non-ironic way. Mm-hmm. And they really have convinced yeah. themselves that Trump is being treated in a unique way and is not in himself a unique threat to democracy the way that they think that Antifa is. And like, you can feel throughout all of this that this is not going to get any better. None of this is going away. They're not changing their minds. They're always going to hold this same horrifying narrative. They learn nothing from 2016. No, nothing. Sorry, Kevin. It just, just, mm-hmm. I, I think that literally the way they treat Antifa is like us being like, oh yeah, the Proud Boys are a movement of the Republican Party. Like it's the set. That's the set. Like the Proud Boys have the same connection to the Republican Party as the Antifa has to the Democrats, if not more. The Proud Boys are actually more representative of the Republican Party than Antifa is of the Democratic Party. You're talking about the actors they hired to play the the Nazis for the Nazi fight. Is that, <laughs> oh, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, about that. Yeah, the about Charlottesville that. part eventually. We got we have yeah. Lincoln one, though. One, one last uh, note about this little montage here, because I think they show it might have been. Uh, might have been Anna Kasparian or somebody, but somebody was like, "Oh, I think the the white women who voted for Trump are stupid." Or I think something like yeah, that. Yeah, it was. And Anna then uh, Dinesh says, "How do you think people are going to vote if you talk to them that way?" <laughs> and so I wrote down, "Hmm, well, let's check on those midterm numbers. Have we got those midterm numbers?" <laughs> but also, back, fucking snowflakes. You can't. Oh, you can't tell people they're racist, otherwise they'll be racist. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. So the whole point of this portion of the movie is to point out all the ways in which the, as we mentioned, the Democratic Party, uh, portrayed in this segment by Jill Stein, uh, (laughs) tried to prevent Donald Trump from actually being elected. So they say, yeah, they tried the recount, and they have a clip of Kamala Harris talking about an impeachment, and she she wasn't actually even promoting impeachment. She said it's, it's not a small matter to talk about impeachment. And then we get to the sexual harassment stuff, which we brush away with one line, uh, which is, but we knew we weren't electing a choir boy. And I just love that so much. And I thought we could apply it to a few other things. So to help Dinesh out. But we knew we weren't paying a choir boy to produce our movies. Oh, God. Uh, but we knew we weren't hiring a choir, a choir boy to sell pudding pops. And oh. But we knew we weren't hiring a choir boy to doctor our gymnastics team are my new excuses for everything. Yeah, that's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah and it's also a, the, the, a, bit they, the bit they choose yeah. to to show to to show that is Trump coming out on Larry King yeah. or whatever the fuck it is, surrounded by scantily clad women. Like, oh, we knew we weren't electing a choir yeah, boy. I think it was so Lebanon. sexual harassment is okay. Like what? Also, we could uh, we could add to that. Well, we knew we weren't hiring a choir boy to be a priest and molest <laughs> choir boys. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> 
we'll, we'll get to Dinesh's hatred of atheism. A, we'll get to that. Yes, we'll get to it. Because this had to be a Christian movie somehow. It had to tie and all in. all this recount stuff is for him to say, and so Trump is in a similar, quote, a similar situation to Lincoln. Oh, extremely. <laughs> yes. Extremely. Half the population hate him, and that's basically the same as Lincoln. And so, to make, drive yeah. home the point, we have to see Lincoln. That's... <laughs> And and see Lincoln wandering through a oh, field. Hold with on, we we no have completely on. cribbed off the opening to Gladiator, where yes. he walks through the fucking fields, <laughs> running his hands through. I was really hoping it was going to be cotton plants, but it wasn't. I, I no, <laughs> oh, but that God. is exactly what it is. It is the the famous Gladiator scene of walking through fields of wheat, except it is Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> He spends a lot yeah, of time. Yeah, and when in the Abraham Lincoln isn't walking through fields of wheat, he's delivering speeches in the middle of the forest. <laughs> That's the other thing. There's two things Lincoln does in this movie: walk through fields of wheat and talk to trees. That's, yeah, there's nobody around him. He's just like, furthermore, we're all equal and we should be. It's like who are you? And taxation is theft. <laughs> I mean, maybe they filmed the Lincoln scenes last and they ran short maybe. on old timey people. Yeah. Yeah, they blew all and their Thomas, money on the Lincoln. I think that actor is just always doing Lincoln, and they're like, yeah. "Let's go, we'll just film him." Th- this on- documentary, <laughs> by the way, at this point is really at breakneck speed so far. Like, we've literally yeah. gone from like the 1930s Germany to 2010s America yeah. to 1860s America somehow. And so, I, I got to talk here too because he sets up I, what I might, what I think is his first false dichotomy. Possibly, it's hard to tell because they come at you pretty fast. But he sets up a false dichotomy that's so illogical. I have a hard time. Like, I can't even grasp it. Like, I'm, I keep trying to think, like, what is the if and if or, you know, like what? Because he's he's like, OK, liberals think that conservatives are racist and Trump is a racist. That's so that's premise one, sort of. And then he says, like, but if if. But they're not racist because America is good. Yes. And he says, like, if America is good, then we need to protect it. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> yes. what? How do we? So either America is good or liberals are right. Oh, well, then liberals are wrong. Aha. You're right. <laughs> like, and, right what? <laughs> and I, I saw this and I couldn't figure out if it was a straw man or a false dichotomy. I, I'm, I'm with you. I yeah, couldn't I, figure I, out what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> because what he does is he asks the question, did Trump win because of fascism and white supremacy? Literally right. over a shot of Trump supporters holding a Confederate flag while fighting with Antifa. <laughs> and one of them is wearing a fucking World War II era German army helmet. Um, right. And then he asks, if they're, this is the quote, if they're wrong, if America is good, aren't we morally obligated to defend her? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, good. We saw the same movie. Like, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I, I was like, if A and, and B, C, X, Q, 25. Like, what? Huh? All of Dinesh's rhetorical yeah, questions so this, can be answered this... with yes, Dinesh. Fucking yes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, we know. Like... <laughs> But this is our our cue to get into a historical viewpoint, right? So this is mm. this is where we go back to fascist era Italy. Yes, yes. Dines yeah. asked the question: Who are the real fascists? The real racists? <laughs> we must learn the truth. And when everybody anybody says we must learn the truth, you know they are about to be full of shit. Yep. Yeah, I love it. It's all. It, I, I don't feel like the the left ever does this. Correct me if I'm wrong. I can't think of it. But the right is always the one that's like. 
Who's the real racist? <laughs> and the simple answer is, uh, it's easy. It's the racist. Yeah. Like you yeah. don't. That no guy real... over there who just said yeah. slavery was a good thing. Yeah, he's the racist. That's the racist. And, and yeah, he yeah. just voted for Donald. He's holding a ballot with Donald Trump on it. Yeah, he has he the Confederate the flag in one hand and the ballot for Donald Trump in the other hand. Yeah, who are the real Nazis? Well, maybe the guy who's doing the Nazis. Literally, the Heil, the Heil Trump guy. Like, That's him. That's the real racist. Is a Nazi. <laughs> I like that he's actively rehabilitating now. Nationalism as a concept using Gandhi <laughs> yeah, and Manda. Yeah. Um, we'll get um, to it. <laughs> yes. Oh, he says. He Which says. Which is crazy, you know, because I feel like this movie predates when Trump came out and just said, "Yes, I'm a." Nationalist. I know it feels yeah, like it they were in cahoots on that, right? Yeah, he he, he was. I mean. Nothing if not really uh, on the pulse of right-wing crazy <laughs> Of what like, Trump I, was about to say. You know Donald Trump Jr. Fe- fed Donald Trump this shit. You know that. I do love his essentialist, uh, or his, his phenotypical definition of a fascist. A fascist is someone wearing a uniform and beating people up. Which, by that definition, all martial arts are fascist. Another (laughs) definition he has is a fascist is a progressive. So, you know, that's where we're at. Yeah. No, his definition of a fascist is fucking tautological. It's, It's fucking insane. We'll get to it in a little bit. Yeah, there's plenty of examples of this, but it does start here where his way of proving people are progressive, quote unquote, is... He wanted to make the world better. Like that's what like his his logic is if you think you're making the world better uh, uh, you are therefore you are a progressive therefore you're Bernie Sanders. So like therefore the you Nazi are a fascist doctor who is experimenting step. on Jewish people. He thought he was making the world. He was a real progressive making the it's like is the other side people who are making the world worse? Like do they think I'm no, I'm not one of those progressives. I'm making the world worse. You see, is that's why I'm different. Yeah. No, see, he Danette, he literally says right that the Nazi platform sounds like something that would have been written mm. by Bernie Sanders, and he cites yeah. like and universal health care. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure there are parts of the Nazi platform that Bernie would not have co-signed. And I think, I think we're cherry picking a little. Like, like Nixon was for <laughs> universal health care. Is he a Nazi? Like. That's a little later. We'll we'll get to it. I have extensive notes when Dinesh starts talking (laughs) about the Nazi platform. But you want to talk Mussolini for extensive notes? Yeah, let's talk about Mussolini. We got this Mussolini actor. Holy shit. Talk about earning earning your paycheck. I mean. (laughs) And it's a bummer because I want to learn about these people. Like, I want to learn history. And I'm sitting here going, I can't trust a single word you're saying because you're going to try to tell me that black is white and up is down because you have an agenda. But, like. It's terrible. I want to learn about. I mean, like some of this is true. I think some of it, like you could yeah, say, no, these some people of, some were of it is not inaccurate. You're right. Like some of yeah. the Paxton, the stuff that Robert Paxton does. Robert Paxton is a genuinely interesting historian, right? But but mm. they literally Kevin will talk about this. But they literally tricked him into being in this movie. <laughs> yes, they did. <laughs> So yeah. so Huffington Post contacted him after the documentary. The, the first interview we get in this film is with Robert Paxson, who is a real historian. He taught at UC Berkeley. He now teaches at Columbia. And he was literally, yes, tricked into being in this documentary because Dinesh has made a long history of talking shit about Robert Paxton. So if <laughs> Robert Paxton knew that this was Dinesh's documentary, he probably would have said no. But everyone who contacted him... They were using a working title for the film, right? So it didn't seem like yeah, it was they actually going to be. Do that. And they never told him that he was going to be interviewed by Dinesh D'Souza until the minute the interview started when Dinesh D'Souza, according to Robert Paxson, just walked into the room, didn't even introduce himself, and just started asking questions. 
And he didn't find <laughs> out it was Dinesh D'Souza until afterwards when the crew called him Dinesh. So he got tricked into this shit. Completely tricked. That's Bad sign. If, if the only way to get any actual historian who knows anything on your film is to do like a, a fucking Mission Impossible level <laughs> trickery on him, that's a bad... You like had to scale in from the ceiling to just, get the just interview. Just pulling your face good... off after you've done the interview. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Thomas, Thomas, you and sign. I have spent hours upon hours upon hours doing audio editing, right? Because Benedict's too lazy to do I any am. work on my That's show. True. He's right. But we both know how mm. what it's like when you cut something short. And did you oh, notice yeah. the cuts in the when they were they weren't showing I Robert did, Pattinson's face? I was going. I was actually going to bring up that very <laughs> thing for the Richard Spencer interview. Yes. We, I can't yeah. They did the same thing. That was. The most heavily edited thing. It's all super heavily edited. Oh, I yeah. mean, that and it's totally it's so worth watching. To the only part like of this movie worth watching. Yes. The last <laughs> here, I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it really. Oh, is. it's so worth. I cannot it. wait to get to that. But I'm pretty sure if I have it right on this interview was the one where I noticed that he <coughs> dubbed in his final question to him. Yes. Like he du- He uh. He you know they're they're having. I think they're talking about Antifa or whatever, and uh, he dubs in at the end like. <laughs> it's such an easy trick because the camera goes to some other <laughs> B-roll and then he dubbed in, oh, so really the left are the real fat or, you know, something like that, some bullshit, which you can tell the studio quality uh, yes. audio is different in that in that question than the other questions. Yes. And yeah, because Robert Pattinson that- is like, yeah, if you wear a uniform and beat people up, that's kind of fascist. And then, yeah, and then Dinesh is like, yeah, yeah see, Antifa are fascists. I mean, and this is where he ties in the FDR part as well. And yeah. that's this, the, the worst part of this is that, like, with all of that gotcha journalism, let's call it, that you just described, all he can get is this crappy guilt by association where these individuals who didn't yet know where this was going thought, oh, well, these people yeah, exactly. are trying to help their people. Oh, well, that might be a good thing. Or and then something. also the Nazi yeah, paper you know that is, is like, tough? we're watching America with interested eyes. As the New Deal takes yeah, place. Yeah, it's like, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like they're applying, they're, they're thinking FDR, uh, like, wow, didn't you ever see any of those movies about the Nazis and stuff? Like, no, he he was, they didn't know. This hadn't happened yet. Yeah, they, the, the concentration yeah, camps and the, stuff, they, did, they no, were still in the No, future. he didn't see Indiana Jones in the, uh, t- in the Last Crusade. He wasn't. He, Don't he you dare say Crystal that. Skull. Don't you dare say yeah. Crystal Skull. <laughs> it's not canon. Uh. But yeah, he basically relies here on saying FDR praised Mussolini once and he sent some economic advisors to look at what was going on in Italy because yeah. Italy's economy was improving greatly. At the yeah, time. also, I'm pretty Duh. sure this was in like 1920, like literally 1933, yeah. maybe like the first year FDR got elected way before any of the stuff couple, we associate with, with Mussolini and Nazism actually happened. Couple points. First off, Trump congratulated Putin on his electoral that's, victory, that's even though true. everyone in the world told him. And Duterte and all the and, other people. <laughs> and yeah. by the way, when we Erdogan. already knew how bad these people were, mm-hmm. like we know how bad these people. This isn't like, oh, some new who is this? Bolsonaro. Yeah. Uh, Name so an authoritarian dictator. Point, Donald Trump is I'm probably a little fuzzy them. on history, but I th- didn't FDR also have some amount of involvement in fighting against these people? Like I'm <laughs> no, pretty, no, like right. I mean, he only got different into World FDR. War II because Germany declared war on him. Otherwise, he yeah. would have been neutral. You know, right? That, Thomas, yeah, it was really reluctant. 
Or was it, was it, he, this is a different FDR? Was it like Frankfurt, uh, (laughs) (laughs) Delilah, uh, Roosevelt? Roosevelt, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) There were a lot of Roosevelt's. He could have been a different one. Like, it's, it's funny how he just, he'll, he'll make these cases where he just leaves off, like, the next couple years that totally disproves everything he said. Oh, yeah. FDR, big fan of Hitler and Mussolini. Yep. That, the KKK that, were Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on word, uh, Dinesh. Yeah. He, yeah. You see, and that's that's a fun thing about this movie. He talk he talks about like the past of the KKK. And he talks about the past of, you know, all these various groups. He doesn't seem to want to talk about their present very much. Yeah. Funny that. Yep. This was the moment yeah, where I realized you were making me watch a movie of that fucking book that you made me read. Yes. <laughs> it was just going to be the exact it, same thing. You read the book it's too? The same thing. And, and we'll get oh, to George Soros awful. later, Aaron. Yes. We, we, yes, we, we read that to chapter that's together. Awful. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And I love this too. Uh, my note here is I'm so glad we're getting Oscar worthy reenactments of Mussolini <laughs> talking with some other dude. Oh, like, not the, even talking. The whole we, scene is. <laughs> We won't know what the, what it is. Like, if I just say Mussolini talked to a guy, mm. you're like, well, I don't understand yeah, the language we, that you're using. <laughs> I need to show him pretending to talk to a we guy. Get, like we get, we come to Giovanni Gentile literally sitting at a desk <laughs> without even, even talking about what Gentile believed. And then, as I said earlier... Mussolini slapping Das Kapital when it gets to them talking about how yeah, how nationalists so was not compatible with socialism. He gets to that point in Marx and slaps the book and puts it down. Yeah, it's so good. Oh, I love. It I sometimes that like old dad reading in the newspaper and seeing something they disagree with or whatever agree with. Uh, sometimes I slap my computer screen when I read something online and then close it and then close it. Twitter. And stop reading. Bam. And I love it, too, because the implication here is like there's the some quote where like Mussolini says that FDR is a fascist. And it's like, yeah. And what Mussolini says is gospel. That's right? right. That's definitely <laughs> trustworthy. We believe Mussolini. Mussolini is yeah, anything the... he says. <laughs> yeah. This is when I first start to wonder how long before we get to any conversation about the Southern strategy and like, the uh, you mean the Sunbelt strategy, Aaron? <laughs> yeah. You mean the Sunbelt strategy. <laughs> 30 which seconds did of not include the South, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and this is where we get uh, uh, one of many brilliant transitions by Dinesh, because having not made any of the case that he wanted to make, he just says that he did. He goes, so clearly fascism was on the left, mm-hmm. but what about Adolf Hitler? Was he on the left? You know, Hitler was a racist, unlike the rest of the fascists. <laughs> to find out if he's on the left, we have to go to Europe. Do we, Dinesh? Do we? <laughs> yeah, he didn't go to Italy to talk about Mussolini, but he goes to Germany to talk about Hitler, but without any real implication of what happens in Germany. I'm sure if you just Skype harass whichever historians don't want to answer your questions, you could buy another horrible music solo. <laughs> well, there are a couple solo. that do, though, right? There are a couple that do, and I'm sure we'll get to well, that. Well, this is, this is where we get Dinesh, right? Dinesh says, we need to go to Europe to figure things out, right? Because Dinesh wanted the- a free trip to Europe paid for by his production right. company. That's right. that's the essence here. And we start with a shot of old-timey World War One Hitler. And because they couldn't afford a second <laughs> Hitler... They're still using their 60-year-old Hitler for the World War One Hitler scene. But with a slightly bigger mustache. Yes, before slightly bigger he, mustache. Before he did the toothbrush mustache. 
Mm-hmm. It, people don't know this, but his mustache was starting to go gray. That's why he trimmed the sides. I'm 90% sure. I'm 70. I'm, I'm, I'm 40% sure on that. Uh, but my music note for this part was uh, credits for Assassin's Creed 12. <laughs> um, and we get this from Dinesh where he's, his quote is, his po- talking about Hitler, his politics were formed in the atmosphere of bohemianism and sectarian socialism. Oh, this is why. This is where he implies we, we, that we, Lenin and Hitler were friends. Yeah. <laughs> but we get this, that quote I just said, we get it while Dinesh is walking past a bookstore ominously. <laughs> right. Just yeah, the only way you can know inside. that is by traveling and walking by a bookstore. That's how you learn. It's things. actually right. a coffee shop next to it. Just so oh, you know. fine. Yeah, I'm sorry. They had books for sale. That's all I noticed. There were racks with books. But yeah, I mean, his him, his implication is definitely that Lenin and Hitler hung out. That's that's the mm-hmm. implication here, and that's definitely fun. not true. It'd be great if they got like a a Sartre and Simone de Beauvoir impersonators like sitting out in front of the cafe. Oh, uh, wrong, wrong time, wrong. Um, <laughs> Other Bohemians, uh, swap it out. So Uh, this is where we get, as we mentioned earlier, Dinesh's version of the Nazi Party platform, which I loved, I adored, because we talked about this when we did the book review. We did. And it's it's (laughs) so disingenuous what Dinesh is trying to do here. Because he brings up some things that are, yeah, sort of left-leaning, like we would think about the Democratic Party now, like universal health care, profit sharing for workers, etc., and here's here's actually the points that he brings up. He brings up state-controlled health care, profit-sharing for workers in large companies, money lenders and profiteers punished by death, state control of education, uh, state control of the media and the press, state control of banks and industries, seizure of land without compensation, and state control of religious expression. And then he says, <laughs> that sounds just like something that a Bernie that Sanders... Elizabeth Warren would write. Or Elizabeth Warren-controlled <laughs> yeah. Democratic Party would create for their party platform. You know how they, Elizabeth they Warren is calling for moneylenders to be punished by death. You yes. know that. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I love that bill. Yeah, that that was that was cool. They can't even keep their own bullshit straight. Like Elizabeth Warren is so further in the middle than like it uh, and yeah, also, it's, it's they don't so care. Ridiculous. They painted. They painted everyone, Nancy Pelosi and Elizabeth Warren. And they paint yeah. them as the farthest fringes of the left wing as they can to inspire their followers to hate them. That's Absolutely. their whole goal. Yeah. Uh, I just want to point out, uh, Jesus, not a big fan of usury. Uh, ergo, Jesus is a Nazi, according to this movie. <laughs> yeah. That's um, a yeah, like equals b equals c. Associate a concept sort of loosely with one pillar of the Nazi platform. Then you're a Nazi. Like it, it's a remember how the whole thing was the left is the one who calls everyone Nazis. <laughs> like what? I thought I thought we were the ones who were like, oh, yeah. you're a Nazi because you're lit. By the way, we were calling people Nazis who were literally fucking marching as Nazis and fucking sick heiling and stuff. But we're the ones who are a little too trigger happy with the Never Nazi mind. thing. But if you are not a huge fan of banks. Then, like, you're the same as yeah. Hitler who Nazis. wanted to you're not see, kill like, somebody. Dinesh could have made a movie that I entirely agreed with, and the movie would be 30 seconds long. It would be Dinesh looking into a, cam- into a camera and saying, you know what? Sometimes people overuse the words fascism and Nazism. And boom, we're done. We can all agree on that. But that's not I, the Why, why would he, he make that movie? He, <laughs> he has to make a movie where... We're well. A Abraham Lincoln is talking to trees and walking around like a crazy person. And B, uh, where uh, Bernie Sanders is actually Hitler. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, but beyond the the distortions in Dinesh's version of the Nazi platform, because what he does is he has little boxes come up from the text of the Nazi platform translated into English, and of course they're not the actual words that are in the Nazi Party platform, and in some ways they're not even like what the Nazi par- Party platform of 1920 said, which is what he's working off of. And here's a few things that are in there that Dinesh conveniently doesn't want to talk about. So point number six of the Nazi Party platform was that only... Only German citizens can hold any sort of public office whatsoever. Only German citizens. Point number seven was that uh, all foreign foreign non-citizens are to be expelled from the Reich. Point number eight <laughs> is that any further immigration of non-citizens is to be prevented. Now, I could be an asshole and do the exact same thing and say, that sounds just like what a Donald Trump-led party platform would sound like. But I'd be right because it kind of yeah, I was going to say that's not being an asshole. That's actually exactly what the platform. I mean, right, and as far as the nationalism is nationalism. Yeah, <laughs> and the whole right. state-controlled right. media thing, I think, is even a dumber point, given that Donald Trump and his whole thing has been attacking the media and saying he wants to, for example, take away their licenses. Donald Trump literally tweeted, I think, yesterday that he yeah. wants to make yes, an anti-CNN yeah. that is state-run. Yeah. Oh, state-run. I, I pro-Trump. Was, was it today? To okay, it was literally yeah. today, yeah. The time moves so fast yeah. and yeah. slow and horrible. And one of the whole reasons why, uh, you know, like, we're the Nazis is, or, or that was, wasn't that one of the things that he said was in the Nazi platform was like, the state should mm-hmm, control, mm-hmm. or was it yep. the yes. fascist one? I can't, I think that might be the fascist one. State-controlled media. It's like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, what what that actually said, what that point in the party platform actually was, was that only Germans can own German newspapers. And there was another point about anything that's detrimental to the Reich being banned or something like that. Um, But we also get some fantastic flashbacks in this film. (laughs) Yeah. So so we have the beer beer hall putsch. Where yeah. we have like a fat yeah. Nazi for no reason. Well, why did we have a fat Nazi? <laughs> why did they choose the fattest Nazi possible for that? I loved it. It was honestly great. It was a little laugh moment. I think it's supposed to be goring, right? Probably. My Ooh, favorite maybe. thing. I just my note here is just that I would have loved to have been a fly in the wall during these <laughs> fucking scenes because they're trying so hard. They're performing so well. Like, they're really, they're just like, oh, I'm so mad. I'm a Nazi. I'm blustering, you know, and all that. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's for such a fucking stupid purpose. Like, I just, I just would love to be there when the director was, like, directing a, no, we need more Nazi, like, you know, Nazi. Come on, do the, do the Nazi thing. Come on, commit to this fucking Nazi thing. Well, here's my here's my uh, theory on this. A lot of the actors that they had playing the Nazis were, like, Czechoslovakian. So I think a lot of these guys had no fucking clue what was going on. And at some points, there's a couple points in there where they accidentally slip into English. Like it was- right, I was going to say, we got our linguist on the line, right? <laughs> like, we got our language expert. How much of this was, like, one guy who was, like, pretending he knew German and was just saying a bunch of nonsense? I was personally happy when they switched to English, because I'm like, fuck you, Dinesh, for making me yes. read German subtitles. I already had to read your stupid book. Why am I even making me read this nonsense? Yeah. I'm sorry yeah, I made during- you read it, Aaron. <laughs> It's okay. It's during fun. this during this scene where uh, uh, Hitler is sending out all his uh, his brown shirts to go fight people, he lists off like beer halls, factories, and universities, and he says them in English, <laughs> right? Because the, he like the the previous statement he said was in German, but then he says beer hall without the accent, which would be beer, 
And then he just says factory, which is not even close to the German word for factory. No. He just loses it. He just loses it. <laughs> just ran out of translators at that point. Yeah. But then we get possibly, I think it's hard to pick, my favorite scene in the movie, which is the Nazi fight. The Nazi fight oh, yeah. is amazing. It's the Nazi so beautiful. versus communist fight, is that what you're talking about? The crappy well, they're all Nazis. orange ripoff. Yeah. <laughs> But but th- this is great because you can tell they had to co- keep stopping these proud boys that Dinesh hired for the fight scene because they were actually hitting people. Like these, <laughs> this is like these are not stunt actors. They just uh. called up Gavin McInnes and had him fen- send a few guys over. Like there's a guy in the corner failing to rip a capitalist prime side in half. <laughs> it's it's just amazing. I guarantee if, if if you watch anything, and I think this is in the trailer. So if you don't want to watch the movie, you don't want to pay for it, watch the trailer. There's some Nazi fight in the trailer, which is just beautiful to watch. You don't want to watch this. No, no, don't watch it. Mean, is, 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 what is this if, if thing? If you don't want to don't. watch this masterpiece, like, no, you don't. Don't even watch the trailer. <laughs> this is there's, where we also there's get a the guy, Christian like, part, aggressively right? fingering the machine gun <laughs> <laughs> in, in the beer hole punch, which you do not want to see. I was a big fan of that machine gunning sequence, actually. That was the one I was like, oh, at least he's got a nice machine gun. I can stare at that a little bit. Yeah, so we cut from that uh, that Nazi fight scene to the beer hall. And the whole point of that Nazi fight scene was the Nazis, uh, they they were also communists, but they fought the communists because they were the the wrong kind of socialist and, and change scene. That no. was that was the point of the whole Nazi fight scene. It was there for jump cuts between it and Antifa, let's be honest. <laughs> Sole purpose. Yeah, really. Uh, you know what's not in this movie? A single fucking policy statement about what Trump or any Republican wants. <laughs> Thomas, right that is like, true. You're looking this too whole much into fucking it. thing is just... A, a a a goddamn playground name calling. No, no, you're more related to this big bad thing that happened in his. Like, what do you tell me about a bill that you're doing now? Give yeah. me. Okay. Talk about one fucking relevant thing ever. So Hitler in prison. Hitler wrote Mein Kampf in prison. Yes. Do you guys know that? So we, mm, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I didn't like know it until someone after, showed it to me visually <laughs> after a lengthy reenactment. Dictating yeah. it to Goering. You guys didn't yeah. know that until we dictated it to you. Oh, and uh, we Hess. get we get a name drop. Hess. We get a name oh, drop. Hess, we don't get right. a name drop sorry. of the movie. I'm sorry. We don't get a name drop of the movie, but we get a name drop of the book, The Big Lie, where Hitler tells Goering he's he's uh, dictating the book to Goering. He says, you're right. if, no, 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 "If you tell Goering a big enough right, lie, and tell it often." Hess, whoever it all Hess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot yeah. about Nazis, unlike some people who made movies about them. <laughs> <laughs> all, hold on. When do we get to the roundtable discussion? Are we there yet? Where we got... It's like these poor Nazis wouldn't have known how to do any of this stuff had it not been oh, for the Democrats. I know what you're talking about. We're going to get to <laughs> it. It's, so it's not here yet, but we're getting near it. Okay, we're getting okay. near it. I know exactly which one it's you're all, talking about. It all about. blurs together. It's all one big Nazi <laughs> flashback. I can't really keep track. <laughs> but before we get there, we have to do the Ernst Rome raid. Oh, my uh, God. Which, which this, this, okay, <laughs> this was one of the most confusing and probably so most weird. heinous scenes of the movie. Where we get uh, uh, the Night of the Long Knives where the Nazis go and round up all the, the people challenging Hitler's power. 1933, and, and by the way, for anyone right. who doesn't know when this happened. Ernst, Dinesh didn't know, so maybe he knows now after you told him. Uh, but Ernst Rome was a gay man in charge of the S, or SS or Brown Shirts. I don't remember which oh, fucking one. Oh, this. Brown Shirts. Sure. S.A. S.A. S-A. Yeah. is the yes. one you're looking for. And the whole point of this scene is to say Hitler didn't 
hate the gays, so he couldn't be a social conservative. It's basically Hitler didn't hate the gays. He just what the Hitler the, right. the, the gays ha- hated re- represented. Yeah, so the insinuation is that Hitler would have been better if he had killed all the gays because he hated them for being gay? Is that... It's about right. I, that's what I picked up from. I, I think it's that... It's so unbelievable. It, any answer to this bullshit argument he set up is he's a dumbass. Like it, <laughs> It's like Dinesh has dog shit on his face, and he's like, well, if I was the one with dog shit on my face, then would the Nazis have... And you're just like, dude, you have dog shit on your face. Like, there's nothing... <laughs> There's nothing you can try to logic your way out of it, but you're just full of shit. Like, right. But Dinesh's so argument great. here seems to be Hitler only killed all the gay brown shirts because they were trying to usurp his power, not because they were gay. Well, also, also the other argument, the other prong of this is Hitler couldn't have been a right winger because he doesn't hate gays enough. Yes. Right. So no, that's where I get. That's where I'm. So I'm the right wing is also gays. scared. That's well, he's, the, I'm confused. Yeah. he's trying to he's trying to undo all of the rhetoric that the left uses to put Hitler in the camp of right wing religious conservatives. Mm-hmm. This is also where we get the part where he says Hitler wasn't Christian because he also attacked Christian churches, as if never in the two thousand years of Christian history has a Christian ever attacked a Christian church. <laughs> That doesn't That's happen. Right, they That's never right. fight. It's been perfect unity. <laughs> They've loved each other. We yeah. know, we yeah. know, we absolutely know that Christians are not anti-Semitic like the Nazis because in no way did any famous theses writer write a book called On the Jews and Their Lies. Oh, shit, Martin Luther. Yeah, fuck. Mm, fuck. That's, yeah. He left that out of the movie. He forgot about it. And I That's mean, like, was. full props to the Catholics who went under the knife trying to save Jews. There were lots mm-hmm. of them, and they should get credit for that. But, like, at the same time, these are just a series of bad arguments trying to undo, try, just trying to muddy the waters around what Hitler actually was. Right. And we didn't need to go to England for that. Or no, Europe. <laughs> no. And what Dinesh doesn't England point is out is that a lot of those those Christians who were uh, yeah what Dinesh doesn't point out is that those Christians who were persecuted by Hitler were mainly Catholics who most of Dinesh's audience doesn't think are actually Christians because they're mainly evangelicals they don't think they're actually people well that's true yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is a reoccurring but, problem in this movie too because it's like he's showing all this stuff about the Nazis being bad and like we're getting the Holocaust stuff at this point and it's like Dinesh do you know your audience like they're going to be really confused <laughs> that you're not denying the Holocaust <laughs> oh we get close to it later to we get close to it later <laughs> we, we get a moment where I thought that's what he was going for we really do but that- yeah, I love when you get the people who are like, not only was the Holocaust a left wing thing, it didn't happen. Yeah, he's torn, yeah. he's torn <laughs> like, between those wait, things. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like both- the Sophie's choice of uh, Holocaust denial. <laughs> <laughs> so the next scene we move on to is the one, Thomas, that you were waiting for. The Nuremberg oh, God, Laws so great. Uh, it's conversation. So great. It's a bunch of poor, it's a bunch of innocent Nazis who just, they're around, <laughs> you know, a table. They got all kinds of papers and documents. And they're just like, guys, we all want to be evil, but uh, how? We just don't know how. And can we really do it? Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, this just in. Uh, uh, this <laughs> Hans over here has a uh, newspaper for something called the Democrats from America. And they've got a way that they're being really bad to Native Americans and black people. Well, hot dog. Let's do that. I guess we have no choice now. Turns out you're That's, you're pretty, that's essentially... People. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty much that. Like, they never would have had any idea how to be Nazis. Like, they yeah. Nazis were mostly harmless until they figured out. Well, he's moved on. on he's moved on for the made-for-Netflix version of um, uh, Downfall to the made-for-Netflix version of Conspiracy. <laughs> he's just gonna make his way through every B-list horror or B-list sort of Nazi reenactment movies, doing his but shortened like, version. The costumes, the props, it's all A plus. I love it. Like I don't know who did this. Like I want to be there when they make these things. See, but down, Downfall watch. is actually a good movie. Uh, that's why I'm sure, angry. B plus. It yeah. it it's yeah. actually a good movie. I, I, you're right. It is a good movie and it's just funny to watch it sort of done in cosplay form <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie is downfall as opposed to cosplay. the movie that had the real nazis uh, what it's a level so, it's a different level <laughs> like uh, yeah. was it was is downfall a documentary <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. so so yeah what we get here is the nuremberg laws and how the nazis decided who was a jew uh, and they apparently looked at the American South and their segregation and the rule in the South. And this, this but is also, true. But also, this is an extra, in incredibly weird reenaction. Like, as, it's as, so as on the nose before, and like, so in your face. Very, like, they choose reenactions in a very weird way. Like this is mm-hmm. this is they cut back to like oh yeah you know the Nazis how they love the Democrats that's that's how mm-hmm. this goes. It, this scene was written by someone whose thesaurus does not have the word subtlety in it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we get the Nazis looking at the the South's uh, uh, one drop of blood rule for segregation and saying no, that's too harsh. It's just too much. We can't be <laughs> that evil. Yeah, please. We're Nazis. We're not Democrats. Come on. <laughs> That's basically it. That really is basically it. So, but yeah. He, and, and, and at this point in all this, like, and he talks about the evils of, uh, you know, segregationist Democrats in the early 20th century. And like, at a certain point, I'm like, wow, finally, someone is making a case against the racism of early 20th century. <laughs> of, of Andrew Jackson. It's like, yeah, dude, we agree. <laughs> we fucking agree. That was all. T- I don't care. To what party, Democrat, yeah. Republican, Whig, or something like whatever it was? <laughs> yeah, the Whigs, the assholes famous who were segregationists, disappeared were after they they were deemed irrelevant uh, by the rest it, of the it's Democrats. Such, it's such a close but no potato moment where he almost gets it but doesn't. Uh, so we, the next scene we get though is uh, what I just have titled in my, my notes as Nazi University, uh, <laughs> where we get Nazi Hitler youth in their their short shorts, and it had to be short shorts. It just had to be short Listen, shorts. Listen, they were burning things. It was very hot. hot. They they had to wear shorts. Yeah, That's, you don't want that leg it sweat. Is. It gets gross. It gets gross. I get it. I'm, I'm an overweight guy. I, I get the leg sweat thing. Uh, but the Nazis, the Nazi Hitler youth, whatever you call them, they, they go burn a bunch of books and then run upstairs into the university. And they, they show this staircase scene twice for no reason, really. <laughs> And they get inside and find a professor who I, I didn't oh, bother God. to look at what he was saying. He was speaking in German, but I heard him say something like capitalism or democracy or whatever. And they immediately attack the professor. Yeah. Well, the whole point, obviously, was how do we script this and film it so that it'll look like the crazy kids in universities in America today? And it'll be exactly like that. And it's like, all right. This is exactly yeah, what that's my classes works. are like. I get beat up by Nazis yeah. on a daily basis. Yeah, yeah. You're a college professor uh, at times, Aaron. How how often are you beat, <laughs> beaten and dragged? I, I, I come heavily classroom. armed. You know, if you and bring I, a gun, is it like fine. yeah, twice a week, two, three times a week? You're just beaten and carried out of your classroom. Yeah. You're like, ah, they shake those, me down for diversity statements again. every time. 
Well, I had the left to- of the real fashion. <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. You got to go back and listen to the book review for the diversity statements. Thing. Oh God, it hasn't gone away. It's still a talking point. That's the sad part is how much of this is part of the mainstream. <laughs> but uh, I, I just had the feeling that a lot of Dinesh's viewers got really confused here by the fact that these Nazis were doing exactly what they wanted to do. So yeah, and we, we get these Hitler youth attacking the professor and just, I just wrote sweep the leg, Johnny, because that's mm-hmm. what it fucking looked like. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then we get all the, the classroom agrees. The classroom agrees with the Hitler youth and right, all start yeah. throwing up Heil Hitler. But like very quickly, they, yeah. they, they no very quickly get on board with the Heil Hitler. Yeah, it's uh, exactly like every day of my class. Pretty much exactly what is going on right now. And this is not an exaggeration, right? This is verbatim what it is like on college campuses right now. He is totally correct. Oh, God. <laughs> I can only imagine the hell you live through, Aaron. So oh, the, the next, because these things are coming rapid fire at us, right? One stupid argument to the next, the next stupid argument. The next stupid thing we get was the Hitler took away all the Jews' guns. If they had guns, <laughs> oh, they would have protected themselves. I mean, I have right. my gun every day. That's what protects me from the social justice Nazi zombies that come through my door. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. Well, man. We know, you, Aaron. Aaron, you Does are part of the big know, lie. Honestly, I don't know the history of this because I don't give a shit. Because I just my I just don't. Guns are fucking stupid. I don't need to. I don't need to even open a book to look at whether or not the Nazis agreed with me. Like guns are stupid. Uh, but is this is this true? Like, would Jews have had a bunch of guns in the 30s? No. <laughs> no, it was... Yeah, okay. I, I think it was basically an excuse for Hitler to go in and ransack all the, the Jews' houses and, and businesses. That's yeah. what it was. And he even admits that. He admits that that's what it was. But he's still making the insinuation that if they would have had guns, they would have protected themselves. He's, he's got to cater to yeah, the well, large not- demo that thinks that they're going to defend themselves against the American government at some point in the next yeah. 10 years. Yeah. What I love about this, though, is that the, this bullshit, you know, as as we learned from uh, opening arguments, this bullshit a theory on the Second Amendment would have been universally like in, in America at this same time. No one would have thought the Second Amendment means what Republicans think it means now. Like nobody, you know, it's not like, oh, the, the U.S. has always been pro gun for everybody, man, woman and child. And Hitler was this evil Nazi who took away guns. It's like, no, uh the this modern conception of the second amendment is like maybe 20 years old or or 30 years old this idea that you can have any gun and it can't be restricted whatsoever yeah yep. yeah it's it's really like since the 1970s 80s there was a overthrow in the NRA it's a whole story it's a whole bullshit yeah. fucking thing but we get in next to the hitler hated christianity and was clearly an atheist part which we talked about a little bit already but I just, I, Benedict, I love your note. I just love your note. Just fucking go with it. <laughs> the government owns, yeah. Hitler decided that he, or Dinesh decided that Hitler was not Christian. But Gottman owns was definitely on all of their belt buckles. So how do you explain that? Yeah. And also that, like, look, here's the thing. Even if Hitler didn't like Christianity or wasn't atheist or whatever, you can't possibly tell me that the the entire country of Germany for the years between, I don't know, the 1930s until the end of World War II was a bunch of atheists. I just, I don't think that's exactly oh, viable. You're not, you're not paying attention to how, I mean, how atheists the Germans were. 
He's about to oh. tell us that all, literally all of the founders were anti-slavery. So yeah, he's probably yeah. going to be okay with telling oh, you this. Yeah. <laughs> but then we get this weird thing. Okay, and I don't know if anybody picked up on this like I did. We get a shot to, and Dinesh in his narration says, American progressives cheered Hitler's rise yeah. to power. <laughs> with a shot of like four people in a boardroom. As though these are the progressives. These four people are the progressives. That do not have historical basis in any way. Again, I I think he had a bracket where it's like, figure out how to make this point that progressive, you know, like, do fine research where progressives cheered Hitler and then, like, and they're they're literally giving a toast. They're literally giving a toast. For error comes up because this doesn't exist. And so I was like, well, what if we just filmed two guys toasting? Then that proves <laughs> that progressives cheered it. Yep. Oh, good enough for me. They're going to come back. They're going to come back when we get to the conspiracy yeah. theory portion of this right, film. Right, right. Well, they're dismayed when Hitler. But I just, my note for this is like, American, I, I, I had that in quotes too. American progressives cheered Hitler's rise to power. <laughs> I just want to say, Dinesh, hi, progressive here. I am opposed to Nazis. So uh, we cleared that all up. That's all miscommunication. <laughs> just like you what know. a Nazi would say. Just like, like what a Nazi yeah, would like, say. You don't need to make the movie. Cancel <laughs> all that. Uh, talk to a single progressive and just be like, hey, you uh, you into how much are you into Hitler and Nazis and all that? Zero percent. Okay. Well, I guess that was wrong. <laughs> so we move into Dinesh talking about concentration camps and slave plantations. And he takes a moment. This is a and this weird, is where I thought we were going to get Holocaust weird, denial. But- I thought we were going to get Holocaust now when he takes a moment to distinguish concentration camps and death camps because he, mm. he for some reason, <laughs> dwells on that and wants to point out that they were different like no one knows that. Well, here's here's why he does it, because he's trying in trying to make the link between progressives and Nazis. He can't go so far as to say progressives are literally setting up death camps, mm-hmm. but he can say that by modestly taxing people that they're setting up uh, like slavery camps, I guess. Taxes, slavery. Right, right. I'm serious. That's, I'm not, that wasn't a joke. Like that's literally his whole thesis statement is, I guess, and he he doesn't really come out and say what the slavery is, but it's, uh, liberals are the ones who are stealing people's labor, by which we're to assume is, well, he he kind of taxing people. Yeah, he compares concentration camps to slave plantations, right? And he also, he moves on to that, and he does this whole euthanasia and uh, um, uh, uh, eugenics thing, where he brings up Mengele, and and I gotta say, the actor they had to play Mengele, because of course they had to have one, looks like Brendan Fraser's evil Bizarro twin. (laughs) That's who he fucking looks like. But mm-hmm. he points out that Mengele saw himself as a progressive who was furthering the purposes of humanity. And I, I, I just got to say again, yeah, the bad guys always see themselves as good. This is not a Marvel right, yeah, comic where saying. Galactus knows he's doing no. bad. Yeah. Dinesh sees himself it's, as a progressive, so right? He's trying to progress America yeah, he, towards a better future. Like, it all it's all becomes this thing eating its own tail. He's basically arguing that slavery is socialism. Um, yeah, but like like you said, the quote he cites is um, Lincoln's "You work, you toil. I will take the profit at that." Isn't that mm-hmm. capitalism? Like, yep. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't you just describe how the surplus profit goes to the shareholders? Like, are you a socialist, Dinesh? Is that what you're? Oh, is this crazy. all a big coming out for your crypto socialism? It's almost like metaphors are vague and can be used for almost any purpose as long as you're sufficiently vague. 
crazy how that works. Um, and he also, this is, I think this is also where he claims that the founders were against slavery and were trying to kill it off, but then the Democrats kept it around, right? Yeah. Like, despite the fact that Georgia and South Carolina actively worked for a moratorium to ban, to prevent the banning of slavery. Well, yeah, no, the best he can do, it's, uh, it's so great. The best he can do, he has to defend the founders because, you know, America's always been perfect. So he's like, these... (laughs) Asshole liberals think that the founders were pro-slavery, but actually, and the best he can do here with that actually, is they were pretty, pretty confident slavery was eventually going to go away. Like, that's the best, that's the absolute (laughs) best he can do. They were, yeah, they didn't really, so they didn't do anything because they thought, oh, it'll, yeah, it'll work itself out. Like, that's, yeah, they they treat slavery like you treat that growth on your arm. (laughs) It's going to go away (laughs) eventually. Like, you're not going to do anything against it but like we're pretty cool about it like you know uh that they wrote into the declaration of independence and the con and the constitution uh we everyone is made equally um and i we're probably gonna enforce that throughout the south someday so don't we won't do anything about it it's just uh it'll work itself out here we go everybody's equal (laughs) we're good so yeah, in in this section we get he's t- he's transitioning from the big lie about fascism to the big lie about racism, and this is the portion where he he basically starts promoting a conspiracy theory where he says that the American pr- progressives were in a panic and they came up with this yeah. plan to tell everyone that fascism was right wing, and that's where we get we get another cut back to those four guys in the room. Right. Yeah. So I guess we're to assume that the same guys had, who were just done toasting found out the bad news <laughs> that like, oh, this just yeah, extra, extra. Read all about it. Nazis are bad. Nobody likes Nazis. So like, shit, we just toasted too. Okay. Here's what we do. We'll us two guys who we don't know and aren't named and nobody's nobody. We will single handedly. Uh, come up with a plot to convince everybody that uh, liberals are not not that. Wait, what is it? I don't even remember. That liberals are not Nazis <laughs> that, uh, somehow. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. That that Nazism was actually right wing. It was the the that was the conspiracy. Just those two uh, anonymous patrons of a, a pub somewhere. Yeah, and in the book, it, the book is better because in the book he said, I always say the book is better. The book is always the book better. Is better yeah. uh, but in the book. He says pretty explicitly what he means by this about the big lie. And he says that it is like – I think he has like four prongs. He says the liberals control the media, the academic circles, and I don't remember what the other ones were. But it's basically – and I think you were there when we did this, Aaron. It's basically the Jewish lie if you just replaced liberals with Jews. Yeah. It's basically that. It's like if you tried to copy replace in your document, but it only got like 70% of the uses of the word Jew. (laughs) That's pretty much what it feels like. It really is. It really is. So, but we get this quote and what you were talking about before with the uh, founders and slavery, he's interviewing a guy named Adam Guelzo, uh, who is another professor, not, not a very good one, but a professor. And, uh, he's, he's talking about slavery and the guy actually says, the professor says, there's no pro-slavery philosophy that works into the founding, to which I would say three-fifths clause motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. pretty relevant. This is this whole thing. Oh, the founders weren't actually that into slavery. <laughs> really? Because uh, yes, the ones okay. that Republicans like were very much into slavery. Thomas Jefferson and Madison very much liked their slaves. They very much liked them. 
Uh, but did you guys know that Democrats in the 17, 1800s were pro-slavery? Yeah. Therefore, vote for Trump now, because that <laughs> makes sense. But we, we go through this weird tangent of some some really not important figures, George Fitzhugh, who defended slavery as a form of the welfare state, right? It's all this slave paternalism bullshit about, you know, slaves not being able to take care of themselves, so the white man has to. It's all that kind of bullshit that we get. Uh, yeah, because you know what's the same as slavery? Trying to give people who don't have jobs money. Like, it's literally the... You couldn't be more opposite of slavery. Yeah. <laughs> like, slavery is people with jobs and zero money. <laughs> and then welfare is people without jobs and not zero money. Like, you're giving yeah, them nope. money. It's like, it couldn't be more not slavery, is what I'm trying <laughs> Clearly, to say. Clearly, when they when Marx said seize the means of production, he meant pick up a farm tool and work as a slave. Like, that was obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also want to give a shout out here because he tries to tie it to, like, Tammany Hall and the way that... Democrats did this in yes. cities as well. Oh, we get the gangs of New York. Yeah, time. we get three whole seconds of Jim Broadbent, and I was happy oh. for a minute. And that that probably cost <laughs> them as much as all of the other reenactments combined. <laughs> and it was worth it. It was worth yeah. it. Yeah. Do we have anybody in uh, reenactment law we can ask? Like, what are the what's the royalties on that? If you if you use it, if it goes with your other bullshit reenactments, and you only use like three seconds of it, maybe you get to do it for free. I I'm surprised and I they wrote get in a my notes here. Jim Broadbent to just like yeah. reenact this scene. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, "Gangs of New York" is such a good movie. Can we just watch "Gangs of New York," please? Yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's yeah. a very, <laughs> it's a wild movie. Also, they're they're implying that oh, like Democrats are like vote for Democrats, but then also the Republicans are the ones that are like, oh, go home. It's very, it's a very weird thing. <laughs> it's crazy. Democrats saying vote for Democrats. Who would have thought that was yeah, a thing? Weird. But we get, we get here. And this is, this is amazing. This is another one of those runners up for, for best scene in the movie. The white slavery scene. Did you guys, mm -hmm. did you guys notice that? <laughs> oh yeah. It was very quick, but we get a white ship. slavery scene. Yeah. Where we get. Oh, I noticed. We get like a slave ship, but it's all white people in the bottom. And they, they had a black guy chaining the white slave to the wall <laughs> yes. oh god it was so fucking bad it was just terrible but then we get the end of the civil war so we move on to the end of the civil war mm -hmm. lincoln won the war and demolished the old democratic plantation and i had to think that at this point in the movie a bunch of dinesh fans must have walked out because there's a scene where two ex-slaves are throwing a confederate flag off of a house onto the ground and there was just some people who were very <laughs> upset about that. Yeah, this is your obligatory, hey, Dinesh, if we were the South, can we take down all our monuments now, please? <laughs> but, and then then we get, we, we get this, this great, this great reenactment of Woodrow Wilson staring into camera. Woodrow, for oh, some, they're going to talk about Woodrow Wilson. all of the Reconstruction, by the way. Like, yeah. They were like, oh, the Republicans, but then nothing happened during the Reconstruction. And then 1914 is Woodrow Wilson. Yeah, Woodrow Wilson literally breaks the fourth wall. I just realized mm -hmm. that Woodrow <laughs> Wilson is Deadpool in this yeah, fucking his movie. His direction was look into camera evilly and progressively, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> progressively. We're, we're now an hour into this movie and we're finally going to get to a part where there's actually an argument about the Southern yes. strategy, which is mm -hmm. great if he wasn't going to spend all of 45 seconds on it before going back to some other nonsense. <laughs> yeah, and this the, this argument always plays out with Dinesh. Is him him framing it as Republicans just say that magically 
or, uh, Democrats say that magically in the 1960s, all of a sudden, the uh, Southerners started voting Republican out of nowhere. It just <laughs> you it, mean just the magic. Sun Belt strategy that did not involve yeah. the South at all. Yeah, because he yeah. specifically calls out Kevin Phillips, the person behind <laughs> the Southern strategy, and says that Phillips claims there was no such strategy. Um, I have a direct quote, if that's all right. Yes. Uh, Kevin Phillips, from now on, the Republicans are never going to get more than 10 to 20 percent of the Negro vote. And they don't need any more than that. But Republicans would be short-sighted if they weakened enforcement of the Voting Rights Act. The more Negroes who register as Democrats in the South, the sooner the Negrophobe whites will quit the Democrats and become Republicans. That's where the votes are. Without that prodding from the blacks, the whites will backslide into their old comfortable arrangements with local Democrats. End quote. Wow. To, to shocking thing is that's like pretty much true that's like 100 yeah, it's, it's a great just to clarify racist language aside like it's actually what happened oh like, he nailed it it's still working right it worked yeah, for trump yeah just to clarify yep. that quote was not in the movie no strangely uh, enough no no, no. <laughs> not something to national nor was any mention movie. of the name goldwater at any point no. in this discussion of yeah. the southern they strategy. never want to talk about goldwater Nope. Never want to talk. It was just, oh, but did we get the part? I had a quote. uh, Did we already go past the part where he said that uh, in the Democrats' new plantation scheme, the big house is the White House? Yes. Yes. No, we're right about there right now. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. That's so great. Uh, But he actually makes the claim. This is what his claim is uh, his rebuttal to the whole Southern strategy and all that. He says. As the South became became less racist, it became yeah, yeah. more Republican. Yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, they just magically everyone here. gave up racism. I know my favorite part. <laughs> I have this in quotes. Now let's turn to the post-racism era. Yeah. <laughs> the Republicans. Well, he basically wants to claim that Nixon wasn't racist. He wants to claim that all of Nixon's policies oh, yeah. were political, not racist. We have tapes of this, Dinesh. Yeah. Okay, you okay, but here's the, the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. He toes a line here because he says, "quote." Nobody has uncovered a single racist campaign statement from okay. <laughs> and which, which I just wrote in my notes. No, they were all on the Watergate tapes. Yeah. They were on the Watergate tapes. <laughs> Nobody has uncovered. Yeah, I love that. Oh, we keep trying and we just can't uncovered. find any Nixon yeah. racism. Yeah. Like, and this oh, is where we're we... digging, but we don't know. This is where we get yeah. that horrible um, Merle Haggard uh, oh, and his God. band of crackers from Muskogee. Yeah. They are so square. They're like a hypercube. <laughs> oh God! Yes. Yeah, so we get we get Merle Haggard. They say the the uh, the the theme song of the campaign, the unofficial theme song, was this Merle Haggard song, "Oki from Muskogee," and it wasn't really about racism. It was about hating dirty hippies. That's what it was all really about. That's yeah. maybe my favorite and line. Not of the disrespecting whole film. Vietnam vets. <laughs> And so we move forward a little bit, and we get into his his only other rebuttal to the Southern strategy, which was, look at this picture of Democrats who didn't switch to Republican. They didn't switch. Yeah. Look, they didn't switch. Yeah. Only two switched. I mean, Kevin, and, you and, know Kevin Cruz has a great bell. Yes. Kevin, yeah, I don't even yeah. need to recommend a book I was gonna, or someone to Google. that, too. Go look at Kevin Cruz's thread of threads pinned to the top of his Twitter page. He has a thread on this, which destroys this whole fucking argument. It's beautiful. It's fucking beautiful. But then we cut to uh, 
shameless use of another person's death, which let's say this whole movie was, since it's all about how Democrats are Nazis, uh, to further his political agenda, which is we go to Charlottesville and we go to the murder of Heather Heyer. And we get video which, of... Oh, wait, uh, by no, the no, way... Hang on. You, you skip the part where he uh, takes advantage of Robert Byrd's death as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. To try to say the Democrats <laughs> are still Nazis because, again, just leaves out the whole part where Byrd repudiated the KKK and, like... Yeah. Literally, people changed. That happened yeah. over time. But also, we not to mention he the never KKK. mentions all the Republicans That's... who honored Robert Byrd at his funeral. And also, he he seems to be arguing that Reagan wasn't a race baiting monster, which is just <laughs> you know like could have spent a little more time on this and a little bit less on Nazi cosplays. Just yeah. the way I would have structured this movie <laughs> if I wanted yeah. to. Yeah, inform. but we've got all these costumes. Is the thing <laughs> costumes are fun. We've, we've costumes are fun, costumes. guys. And uh, the way he sets Prince up Harry. the the uh, the way he sets up the Charlottesville stuff is by saying, "So then we go to the last straw oh, that yeah. Democrats have to say that Republicans are racist." <laughs> Charlottesville. Oh, oh no, I'm pretty sure we got a lot. Yeah, we got, we got a few. Quite a few. Yeah. yeah, before it, after it, during. This is, this is it, where yeah, I go from like amused to fucking angry. Because, yeah. I mean, oh, I went so to UVA, good. and besides NY, besides New York City, Charlottesville's the other place that I lived a long time. And watching him oh, use know. this B-roll and then talk about how this was a Democrat trick makes me so fucking angry. And he mm-hmm. should really go fuck himself. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and we get we get some footage of a buddy of yours in a couple minutes, Aaron. <laughs> oh, yeah. A, buddy, a good friend. A good friend of yours. Very good. I know you two text and you tweet each other all the time. <laughs> good, good buddy of yours. Uh, Richard Spencer. We get an interview of Dinesh with Richard it's Spencer. This is the longest interview of the whole movie, by the way. Yes. <laughs> this is the best thing ever because it's two bullshitters who don't who can't get the other one to do the right string of bullshit. <laughs> so like, so like Dinesh is like, so actually wink, 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 wink. You are more of a liberal wink, wink, wink. And then Spencer's like, uh, not, no, not particularly. God damn it. I have to leave that in for some reason. Like he's trying, Spencer's trying to do the thing where he's like, Oh, free speech and talking to people and and all that and just outright being a nazi pretty much and dinesh is trying to get him he's like kicking him under the table like dude for my piece of propaganda <laughs> but, you're, but like he's kind liberal, of so could you... around dinesh here that's yes richard spencer does. destroys dinesh and it's it hurts so me great. so much to say it's that so i know it's so funny it's so because funny. what dinesh is arguing dinesh, he he asked richard spencer what his favorite pre- presidents are and he points out i think he said uh polk and polk. andrew jackson yeah. yep mm-hmm. and and dinesh just immediately jumps in and says oh but 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 you know both of those were democrats <laughs> and richard spencer comes back with yeah man but like Party is just a vessel, and ideologies change over <laughs> time, which is <laughs> just undermines I, I, the whole so movie good. up to this point. It's yeah, so good. that's so a good. better. Ex- yeah, that's a better example of what I was saying. Where he's like, "Wait, no, God, my whole thing." <laughs> yeah, they really cannot agree race. on on. what horrible version yeah. of conservatism they're both working oh, towards here. Yeah, exactly. It's, I just r- I wrote in my so notes good. in eight hundred font. Uh, Don't make me agree with Richard Spencer. <laughs> I know Richard Spencer. Freaking Dinesh is so fucking stupid. <laughs> That like he's like <laughs> trying to say, uh, you know, that were Democrats. 
And Richard Spencer's like, well, that's a really stupid idea. What are you talking about? That was like a hundred. That was like two hundred years ago. I don't know. What, <laughs> you can't really. Doesn't make any sense to call them Democrats now. Like, what, what, of course that's absurd. And he left it in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like, there's a there's a fun bit of philosophy here where they get into a discussion of rights for a second and like again oh, yeah. horrible as it is to to defend richard spencer richard spencer is laying out a very hobbesian view that like yeah. there's no such thing as rights outside of what society bestows upon you yeah. and dinesh just doesn't know anything as far as i can tell so he just has no idea what and so he just tries to weave it into this view that like spencer wants to oppress people when like that is obviously not what he is arguing for in that part yeah well no he tries to make the link of like ah Democrats are atheists who don't think that God gave us our rights, and so is Richard Spencer. Yeah. So for, Richard Spencer is a Democrat. For our, for our legal <laughs> listeners, uh, it's basically uh, positivism versus natural law is basically what it is, mm-hmm. where Dinesh says it all comes from God, and Richard Spencer is pointing out the very true point that, no, you, you only have rights as a member of a society because that's where it comes from because natural law is all bullshit. And all of us, except for you right-wing evangelical nutjobs, have agreed about this for a very long time. I just love that th- this interview is is unbelievable. I would actually watch. I may watch this part again. Yeah, like it's it's so funny, and it's I mean it's it's horrible. And, and Richard Spencer is this evil guy, but like for all his trying, because Dinesh is trying so hard to get Richard Spencer to give him something. Like he's just <laughs> like, please give me something I can use. And as we were talking about before, it's heavily edited. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. the sound is he- it's heavily it's chopped up. And still it sucks. Like it's not even good for Dinesh. He didn't even get what, like, it's amazing to me how hard he tried to work to get it to prove his dumb bullshit propaganda and he couldn't even do it and he left it all well, in. To, he it's failed so, so badly yeah. that in order to get what he wanted he had to put a clip of Richard Spencer talking in a completely different interview afterwards yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. where Richard Spencer is just saying yeah I mean I think like universal health care would be a good thing and like mm-hmm. the state should yeah. do things to help people. It's wild. That, yeah. Yeah. Dot, 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 when dot, he's like yeah what you think people. is what the founders yeah. think that's what Reagan thought and you're weirdly <laughs> conflating the <Yes>. two. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, well plus Dinesh is God, pointing not out his... to mention Go ahead. the idea that like, okay, yes, Bernie Sanders is the same as Richard Spencer because he might want some health care. It's like, yeah, you're leaving out the part where it's sort of the the way these assholes like Spencer argue this is that, oh, that we could do so much more for our citizens if we just had the white ones. Yes. Like if we get <laughs> rid of everybody but the white ones, then we could have healthcare and monorails and all this stuff it's like yeah but that's that's not the same as progressives because we the pretty fundamental part of that is dot 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 just for the white people like that's yeah pretty big difference which is why it's so great that he compares him to malcolm x i think richard yes! has probably never yeah. been compared as if to malcolm elijah x muhammad is not a big part of why same malcolm guy. x died <laughs> oh shit it's be- literally I-, I wish and I hope maybe it's out there but maybe somebody has like cut this out of the movie and put it up on YouTube if anybody can find it send it to me and I'll put it in the yeah, show notes yeah I'm going to try to find it because it's, so, yeah. it's so good this five minutes but of the then, movie is totally uh, worth watching I think we get next don't we get you know who else loves America my wife yes Pick out oh demo god tape. <laughs> <laughs> okay but yeah. before we get to that before we get to that I have to point out that b- before we get to that 
uh, we do get the conspiracy theory of this movie, <laughs> where he says that Richard Spencer is just a tool of the media to pin racism on the right, which is total conspiracy theory ter- territory. We're like, th- there's something being planned there to do this. But yes, we, uh, uh, and I also have this this right here for the end of that. My music note was, this a here old West Saloon couldn't afford a piano, just one sad violin. <laughs> uh, but then, yes, we get maybe one of the best things in this entire movie. Maybe. I don't know. How about you? Oh, wait, no, we're not there yet. Wait, we are jumping ahead. We are not there yet. That's what I had next. Uh, we we have the O'Keefe, the O'Keefe stuff. Yeah, fucking oh, Project yeah. Veritas. Oh, my God. Yes. That, you know what? My fault. I was so <laughs> enraged by that that I just was... I was so disgusted that I was like, I can't even fucking write right now. Yeah. My fault. I actually... I literally was like... I just don't have, I don't have the energy for that. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, we need the truth from the guy who's, talk about editing. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We From O'Keefe, who, like. Convicted felon, James three O'Keefe. seconds, every three seconds of O'Keefe footage is actually 491 <laughs> minutes stitched together in different ways. Like, just for three seconds of tape. Like, it's. You know how yeah, Antifa, so, uh, Acorn, NPR, and Planned Parenthood are exactly the same. That's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like when you do the song when you have you make dude. Obama sing yeah. a song by just clipping every single word together one yeah. after the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what we get uh. here, we, first we cut from uh, Dinesh, you know, him being arrested and saying, "Yeah, the the state was used against me. This is just like what the Nazis did," forgetting <laughs> that he pled guilty and actually did everything he was accused of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have to yeah. say, my music note for that portion was uh, Captain America is getting back up to finally win the fight. <laughs> Uh, and the deep state is fascism, and he is the victim of mm-hmm. the deep state. That is, yes. yeah. But we cut to this James O'Keefe interview where you're right. He's talking about how James O'Keefe. I just go after all the bad stuff, and and he Dinesh asks him who is funding Antifa, and he lists <laughs> two people: mm-hmm. Tom Steyer, the the crazy billionaire who has that uh, impeach commercial that always goes around. Yep. And George Soros. Of course, we have to have George Soros. And Aaron, yeah, I'm sure you remember this. Aaron, we had this review. chapter, right, from the book. We talked about oh, yes. this with you at the time. Yes, punishing punishing George but, Soros for having survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's after, that's definitely after the musical no, no, uh, it's interlude. No, I have, what? I have the note it's after. Right, it's immediately what? before the music. Yeah, well, well, they mentioned Soros, and then I thought they went into the Soros conspiracy theories no, maybe. Yeah. after, right? I don't have any don't notes on the songs because so. there's well, nothing whatever. to them. Sorry, my fault. Yeah, <laughs> uh, sorry. Either either way, um, basic question though, and I'm genuinely curious about this: is is anyone funding Antifa? Like, what is the funding? What, yeah, what do they for? need like, what, funding for? Yeah, I don't they, see a lot of Antifa fundraisers. They, they show like up with jog-a-thons. sticks and, and black masks yeah. and fight the fucking neo-Nazis who yeah, show like, up. how much is a stick? I don't <laughs> even think they need funding. I'm, I could be crazy, but I don't think they have billionaires backing them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But the whole point of this segment, that, and this is really... Uh, I, mean, I don't know, second most disgusting portion of the movie. Maybe first, it's hard to tell. But this is just like in the book review we did. George Soros doesn't have enough survivor's guilt for <laughs> lying yeah. about being a Christian so he wouldn't get I holocausted. Love it. And, and this is where my, what I have to say about this is, uh, you know, here's, here's what will prove the left is the real Nazis, a Nazi conspiracy about George Soros. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Super anti-Semitic. A Nazi conspiracy. Ah, that's that proves it. <laughs> you know George Soros, that famous anti-capitalist who 
doesn't ha- isn't yeah. one of the most richest people in the world who hates and capitalism and, and, and loves socialism and, and hates exactly. the banks mm-hmm. and yeah this is also where we get there but he really made oh god it is so ugly because what he does is he and i don't know that much about soros but what i gather from the 60 minutes that he again he must have had to pay some royalties <laughs> to them because he does he just plays like a whole uh what's it, it was bradley or, or somebody just a whole 60 minutes uh interview with soros and Soros is like, yeah, the way I survived is I pretended to be a Christian or whatever, and I had to work with the Nazis to seize Jewish property. Yeah. And so the, he's like, this, Do you regret this whole it? segment like, is well, how no, Soros doesn't have enough survivor's guilt. That's that's literally yeah. what the segment is about, right? So he just just for background for people who don't know, uh, he he was sent to George Soros was sent to live with a fake fa- a friend of the family who pretended to be I think his uncle or his father. Who Godfather, that guy was being forced Godfather. to work for the Nazis. Yeah, was being forced to work for the Nazis to collect the belongings of Jews after they were taken away to concentration camps. And yeah, Dinesh is playing this up as, look at this interview on 60 Minutes where George Soros isn't crying and saying that he feels terrible about everything that happened there. Yeah, well, he who I'm, I sh- I'm sure he feels terrible. Like, I'm sure if you actually got the info, but though he cherry picks these quotes of like, would you do it again? He's like, well, yeah, because otherwise I would have been killed by Nazis. Yeah. Like, and it's, and Soros's whole thing is, yeah, if I was, I was just holding a notebook. Like, I wasn't fucking. Di- if if I hadn't been holding the notebook, it's not as though the whole enterprise would have collapsed. Like, they just would have had some other kid holding a fucking notepad. <laughs> you know, like I'm not. I wasn't a big deal. And then <laughs> this is literally true. Dinesh goes. Oh, so you were just, you know, essentially you were just following orders, yes. huh? You know oh. who else was just following orders? The Nazis. <laughs> I can't tell if he's more angry like, that, like, that that he's not, that Soros isn't upset, or he's more angry that he pretended to be a Christian to survive. Like, he, he took that job away from a real Christian. Or, like, and this also raises a problem. He also implies, it's it's unbelievable. He also implies, like, Oh, sure. Or he doesn't imply. He says he's like, oh, it's one thing if, you know, when you were young, you made a mistake. But to later on not recognize that the right thing to do was what? Die as, from the Nazis? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> when you're young, you might be dumb enough to try to not be killed. But now when you're older, right. you should be like, yeah, I should have died. Also, for <laughs> a question for Dinesh. I believe you said earlier that um, Christians were persecuted. Why is pretending to be a christian a good move in nazi germany don't ask Maybe. questions we're all part of it something about they want to steal our income so i think is where this goes something like that right they, uh, to uh, quote to quote a great man that i i know jingly motherfucking keys yeah uh yeah that's that's what it is. So then we get to let's 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 get past that, guys, because now we get. Can a we true go to Dinesh's wife greatness. singing "God Great yes. God is America" or we, whatever the hell? We get the song Din- we get Dinesh narrating and saying they're trying to kill America, <laughs> and I know because my wife grew up in Venezuela, <laughs> and here she is singing a song. Singing. She doesn't get and to I talk. Have to imagine. By the way, she just gets check to sing out her the SoundCloud. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, here's her SoundCloud link. I have to imagine uh, in the script for this movie, this was just labeled for the longest time as America Freedom, America Jesus. That's how they had it set out in the script because yeah. that's what it fucking is. It is her singing in an empty theater while they put in Shutterstock clips of Americana, and it's just. But also amazing. including the national parks, not, which are literally like, socialism. Like that is <laughs> big government. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's also not seven seconds of singing. No. It's not 25 <laughs> seconds of singing. It's the whole fucking thing. It's the thing. whole it's song. It's a long ass song. It's the four like, and a half minutes. are just. What? I came here to chew gum and watch Nazi re- recreations of stuff. What is. I'm all out of gum and somehow I'm watching a woman sing badly for like five minutes. Yes. I don't even know. And understand. honestly, I did not know it was possible to be a professional singer with a one octave range, but she has done it. She has definitely done it. Well, not only that, this isn't the last five-minute song no, we're going to have to suffer No, through. I got to this not, point in the movie, and I went, enough. how are there 20 minutes left? Yeah, I thought How are there possibly end. 20 minutes left? I was 100% sure this I'll is I'll tell you, the, the, entire, the entire last 20, 25 minutes is his wife singing the longest, <laughs> meaningless recreation again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, just a total fucking long-ass scene for no reason, and then more singing. That's the entire last 25 yeah. minutes. Yeah, so so that, that last scene you're talking about, right, this this is all about Sophie Scholl, who was a part of the resistance movement in Nazi Germany. Who was a great person, And the person, whole thesis the of, of the whole the question Dinesh asks, yeah, the question Dinesh asked for this segment is, how do we fight tyranny? And I realized about two minutes into it that this is Dinesh justifying his whole existence. Because he says she did it by distributing pamphlets with religious and philosophical arguments against Nazism. Ugh. This is Dinesh justifying everything he does. This is Dinesh yeah. being like, I am Sophie Scholl. You are welcome. Oh, and, and fuck him for erasing the members of the White Rose who weren't Christians. There were Buddhists yeah. in that group. There were anthrop, yeah. uh, you know, like there were de- the non-Christian. There were there were Christians that he wouldn't consider Christians. For, mm-hmm. for, there were Catholics. Um, yeah. like, so <laughs> well, Dinesh is a Catholic. His audience oh, isn't. Yeah, you're right. So, you know, I, the, um, one of them was gay, as as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, fuck you for trying to pretend that this is entirely 100% a oh, conservative so, Christian. Hold on. So the gay one was fine, right? Because Hitler was... <laughs> right. He survived, obviously. Right? So he was... Yeah. 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 And I gotta say that their actress who plays Sophie Scholl looks like she hasn't had work since she played a victim in the Hostel franchise. Mm. That's probably the last oh. gig she had. Just looking at this girl. Uh, and, and my music note for this whole scene where she's basically running through a big building God, handing out so pamphlets. it's so elaborate, man. It's so fucking elaborate. There's so much. It's like a minority report. There, it's not, the there's scenes. like seven different locations of this reenactment. Like, yeah. We spent. They must have put a month of filming in this fucking yeah. thing for no. It doesn't make any sense. No, I, wh- no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, but my music note here is just uh, "Soylent Green is people." Mm-hmm. That's my music note. <laughs> we spent all our money on giant Nazi banners. We couldn't afford dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yes. she's really. Well, they couldn't afford to translate not. it into German. Yeah, they definitely couldn't afford to translate I mean, it in German because all of a sudden where they do the English in the German accent, despite the fact they've had yeah. subtitles for yeah. this whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny how they couldn't decide like which one they wanted to do, or like you say, maybe they only had so much like translator time and the billing that they could afford. Well, th- I don't. This know. whole movie doesn't know what its whole theme was, what its visual scheme was going to be, because there was a point where they went to this weird cartoon thing, mm-hmm. right? We didn't talk about it. There's this weird cartoon thing they did out of nowhere, which didn't mesh with the rest of the art style of the film, and now they do this switching to speaking English. It's just it's very poorly put together. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna go so far as to say this is not a good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is I, I want to talk point. about I want to take him at his word for a second here though and if he's really claiming the white rose is our sort of 
template? Is he suggesting that our model should be to get caught and immediately executed? Like full <laughs> respect to the White Rose, they didn't they didn't win. Like they didn't. Yeah, they're not a great model for resistance. A great model would be <laughs> D Day or something, right? Like. Yeah. Execution yeah. by no. guillotine is the way to go, Aaron. I don't know what Christian know martyrs, what man. They are yeah, so desperate what, I, to look, die. What was that indoor, like office room guillotine <laughs> action? Uh, I mean, I, I I genuinely don't know the hit. Like, was that what happened? It was like, well, she was actually killed by guillotine, yeah, but not in not in an office. He, I think. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna say, but yeah, was it in the meeting room of the? I'm pretty sure that's not. A weird yeah. place. The yeah. Nazis were very yeah. bureaucratic. We kept everything very orderly. Yeah, there's like a copier next to it. Like there's just a, it was just a weird place for a guillotine. That's all I'm saying. You know, you keep it in the in corner. The you fold room? it up when you're not God. using it. It's it's all about saving space. Okay, who didn't uh, clean up the guillotine? That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop cutting uh, your fish in the fish guillotine. Fish in the guillotine. God damn it. Yeah, but this whole portion with Sophie Scholl, this is probably the most explicitly Christian portion of the movie. And there was a quote that I I hope Aaron noticed, which I just loved. Uh, it was about free will. Mm-hmm. How you you have the free will to to love Jesus, basically. Yeah, just, that is that your only free you. will, Kevin. I hope you know that. Oh, the free will to love Jesus, yep. of course. <laughs> yeah. If uh, I wasn't going to be a Nazi for being liberal, I was going to be a Nazi because I don't believe in free will. It's one of the there other. There we go. There we go. But we get we get a couple of scenes of her. I don't know, talking to a priest or something, and and talking about Jesus, and then they puss out before they show us the guillotine chopping her head off. Which they also this did with like Hitler they earlier. Out, they didn't yeah, show Hitler, Hitler shooting That's himself. exactly what I was going to say. They cut to the outside door before he shot himself. I'm sorry. Is your complaint that there's not enough <laughs> to this reaction? Yep. <laughs> We've got like 10 minutes of nothing. And the fucking... We even get like a, a, like a fucking investigator Nazi character yeah. in a police, you know, like headquarters where he's like the good cop ba- it's just so yeah, like, why don't you love the Führer <laughs> no he's I believe he's administering the void comp test to her in that particular scene and like he's doing this pointless um, agent Smith from the Matrix routine where he's like got the folder of her that he's open like you're the Nazi she's the not Nazi like we already know you didn't we don't need this drawn out. Oh, what have you been up to? And then like, it's so fucking elaborate. It's the, it blows my mind. This movie blows my goddamn well, that, mind. That actor had just seen Inglorious Bastards and he really wanted to yeah. fit this scene in. He really wanted to fit it in. I wouldn't be surprised if that's part of it. If they're like, okay, somebody in there is like, you know what makes good filmmaking? A bunch of meaningless details and unrelated people that don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like an impression of, uh, a, a Tarantino movie or something, but but for no fucking reason because the all the whole thing is just like, hi, I'm Dinesh, I'm just like the White Rose. Like that's all it is. We don't need the scenes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So we get this whole scene of Sophie Scholl. She's only good because she's Christian, and liberals are all atheists, so they're not good people, and they're clearly Nazis. Yeah. And they go through this to... whole scene of her being how Christian she was, and like, yeah. I am so Christian and God will protect me and I'm dying for a good reason. That's, that's. Mm-hmm. And then God destiny. saved her from the guillotine. Weird turnaround there, right? <laughs> like huge shocker for the end of this movie. Did we have a different cut? Did, I, did you have like an extended version? Yeah, I had the, the part where she scene? doesn't get cut. That's the different cut. 
Was there a Deadpool time tie-over where he comes back with the time travel device and saves her? I, I don't know. I didn't get that. I do have some I, I theories wanna... for post-credit scenes, actually. Oh, yeah. oh wow. First, we have okay. to get these 10 Return of the King-style endings. <laughs> None of which contain the book endings, which were like mm. Dinesh being, I should be a fascist and prosecute Democrats. Yeah, D- Dinesh's solution at the end of the book for how to fight back against liberal <laughs> Was fascism. Was the final solution? <laughs> his solutions were literally... Turn the power of the government against anyone I don't like politically. <laughs> Stack the yeah. courts with not only just loyal conservatives, but he explicitly said loyal Republicans who will be loyal to the Republican Party and shit like that. It was pretty much yeah. fascism that yeah. he outlined It's in almost the book. like maybe he's the real fascist. Is that what <laughs> he's freed us all from Godwin say anything like that. such a thing. <laughs> He's totally liberated us all from Godwin's law here. You understand yep. that, right? We can just <laughs> we point can out now cite now Nazis yeah. whenever we want. <laughs> We're free. Uh, yeah. But, you know, so so the end of this movie, the end of this movie, we get basically a new, a new uh, uh, how to fight fascism from him, which as far as I can tell, his solution to the end of this movie is sycophancy to Donald Trump. He says the Republican Party needs to get 100% behind Donald Trump. More America montage Lincoln being killed. Also, yeah, though, Trump. they they cut to Reagan being like, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this war, which didn't cause the fall of the Berlin Wall. This happened like a year no. after Gor- uh, after Reagan. As we said all that. know, and which I have talked about on this podcast before, what brought down the, the Berlin Wall was the 1980 Winter Olympics and the United States hockey team's win over the USSR. That's right. You're goddamn right. <laughs> That's it. End of podcast. <laughs> I do. I, oh, man. Have you? I watched the documentary. That's a great talk, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. It might be oh, called yeah. Red Army, oh. maybe. And it's about how the hockey team, like the Russian hockey team after the 80s. Oh, Olympics. yeah. I remember it's that. Crazy. That's a really it's, great documentary. We should do that good sometime. It's we should. So much yeah. Better. If you want to watch something that's. That's not a three-paragraph blog post turned into a movie. <laughs> but really, Thomas, let's talk about that. something. Why did he pull out the greatest goalie in the history okay, of Okay, people, we're already at an hour 50. Focus <laughs> we've on gone, We've gone long. Yeah, let's... <laughs> yeah, we're so close. If you, if you so hockey people want to do a hockey podcast, you can start hell. a hockey podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas and Kevin can hey, do we're a both Sharks podcast. fans here. I don't not want to do that. No, I do love this. Like my my favorite ending was the Lincoln wandering in the field with the empty chair. Like a clearly you've run out of budgets and can't afford impersonators to listen to your Lincoln or B you, you believe the solution is that we need to repopulate the Lincoln population in the Midwest and just release a bunch of them out into the environment or something. I don't know, like free range Lincolns or something. Look, we got too many of them in zoos. We really need to get them out. They don't breed well in zoos. (laughs) And then we get possibly the greatest ending to a a movie of all time, which is, uh, uh, look, I I read a lot of comic books, and there's this this group uh, called the Great Lakes Avengers, and they have a character named Skinny, um, who, who is an enormously fat woman. And I have to think that's the gospel singer they got for this ending. This woman's oh, eyebrows jiggle. My okay? favorite I've bit never of this seen is that like happen. two minutes in where she's like, sing it, children, as if we're all going to join in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you didn't? I definitely yeah, didn't. I, what, uh, <laughs> what song was it again? I'm trying because I was going to try to remember. My eyes the have battle seen the glory of the, of the coming of the Lord. Yeah. And I feel like she was doing a 
an impression of, like she was making fun of. <laughs> she was doing it oh, sarcastically. Are you, are you saying it's a satire, <laughs> yeah. Thomas? Yep. I I think so because she was like <laughs> like way more stuff. You mean the way that like her jaw again. would detach, but it was only the left side yeah, of the jaw. Right. <laughs> I, I, it was so odd. Yeah, the way odd. her mouth moved, like in face, it was creating sounds that I didn't know could be created. No. <laughs> oh, what's that? What's that Fox News host who can only speak out of one side of her mouth? Any of them? Um, Judge Jeanine oh, um, Perry, Laura Ingram. No, any no, of them. no. Uh, Aaron Tommy knows what exactly you mean. Yeah, I can't do it on on cue. Sorry, the I blonde can't one. Her name, but yeah. <laughs> Oh, somebody, somebody will tweet it at us, I'm sure. But that's that's what she's doing. She's got this one side of the mouth thing going on with like, she looks like she's doing a, a horror film face contortions while she's singing is basically <laughs> what it looks like, what this woman looks like. And it's ADR. It's all ADR and it's terribly done. The music does not match up, up with the lips at all. It's yeah. very poorly this done. This was a pretty mediocre yeah group of black people singing i'm just going to be like i I know that we're entirely a podcast of four white dudes here but i feel comfortable saying this was like below average black people hallelujah right right so that is it for this film the last thing i don't know if any of you just stayed open a little longer if you closed it immediately after that was done but the credits for this movie have the star-spangled banner being sung (laughs) in les miserables style Mm. Oh, oh, oh I, I, I don't know if any of you stayed. Did any of you listen? Oh, to I, I listened the through the whole song? thing because I wanted to see if there was a post credit scene. I always oh. wait for the post. I, I was hoping that Thanos, Lincoln Thanos and, did not appear. No, no, I was expecting <laughs> that Lincoln and the girl from the White Rose and Reagan would be having a shawarma together. That was <laughs> Safety Shaw and a kebab and Thanos yeah. and Lincoln. That was <laughs> that was what we were waiting for. <laughs> yeah. So the the credit music is this creepy, just like a. a you know, uh, Castle on a Hill version of the Star Spangled Banner. And it's, it is almost worse, done worse than the other songs we've had in this movie. I can't tell which song was done more poorly, but uh, this, this credit song is pretty bad as well. I feel like Dinesh's wife did the song most poorly. I feel like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just love that we've now, we finished the movie where the whole thing's done. If you were, if you were born yesterday and somehow able to understand things and you you knew nothing about American politics or anything and you saw this movie and someone asked you, name one Trump or Republican policy, what would you say? Uh, (laughs) Nazis? uh, I don't know. There's not a single fucking thing. How is he saving America from what? With what policy? What from what? from the libs? Tax cuts. He's yeah from, from the, the libs. Well, you mean the libtards? Hitler is come on. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I'd be like, first question is Hitler and Mussolini are they still a threat or did they? <laughs> no, no. They're, that they're that makes me gone. think if we had our AI right with no programming, no information, yeah. and we just fed this movie into it. It wouldn't have any fucking idea of anything. God, it's so weird. It would shut down from the paradoxes. <laughs> so anyways, guys, I got to thank I got to thank apologize uh, for making you watch this movie and for having you stick around with us for all this. Uh, but before we go, since uh, Thomas is on the show, since Thomas is on the show and I think that means Andrew can't sue, I will uh, gladly steal from the gam guys by saying that there, this movie doesn't deserve a thumbs up, thumbs down type rating. But I thought I would ask you guys. That because Dinesh taught us that there's nothing wrong with using the atrocities of the Nazis for cheap political points, I'll ask you, on a scale of zero to one holocausts, how bad was this movie? Hmm. Three and a half holocausts? (laughs) I feel like you need to start with, well? (laughs) 
I'll, I'll go with the Jason answer. It's eight out of ten holocausts, where eight is the <laughs> highest number of holocausts, and then it goes oh, back Aaron. down at the end. Aaron, no. <laughs> and for Thomas, my answer is going to be the Holocaust, which didn't happen, was caused by progressive lefties, yes. and therefore zero Holocaust. I don't so after watching this movie, we're happen. all convinced yeah. that we are actually Nazis, right? Better or worse than aliens yeah. is the final question. It turns question. out the real racist was me and not, you know, the, the racist. The real racists I mean, were the friends we made along the way. We're all made out of carbon, and Hitler was made out of carbon. So literally yeah. everything is a Nazi. All the yep. things around you, it's just Aaron's 100% Nazis all the That's way down. That's the conclusion. End podcast. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So I got to thank you guys one more time for coming on the show. Before we go, why don't you tell everyone, as if they don't already know, uh, where they can find the both of you? Well, we can be found on Philosophers in Space, week in, week out, floating out there, breaking down some sci-fi with some uh, philosophy behind it. And it was nice that uh, Thomas got a chance to actually complain about something, since our listeners don't let him complain anymore on the show. Uh, and you can also find those me. of us who don't pay you money and have to whis- wait weeks for shit to come out don't even know what you're talking about oh yet. poor baby um and yeah so you can also find me over at embrace the void where we talk about nah it's all fun and games until i make fun of something somewhere <laughs> i never thought the cheetah would eat my face party would eat my face or whatever. Uh, uh, all right guys anything else no Tom, no, did you, did you, you want so to plug much. the other this shows no, okay. no, no, no. Okay. All right, All right. Oh, well, everyone knows <laughs> if you don't know me. <laughs> All right, well, thank you everyone for listening to the show. Thanks, as always, to our wonderful patrons who help make the show go. Podcast is a production of Kevin and Benedict Productions. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. Music for this podcast is by Silverman Sound Studios. Find out more at silvermansound.com.